I didn't. Cording, cording. I didn't count it down this time. You son of a bitch. <laughs> How am I supposed to know when to start, Brent? <laughs> We're going to have to start all the way over. <laughs> Damn it. Erase your notes. Get We're, we're going to start from scratch. Damn it. Why do you ruin everything? Well. Jerk face. That's what my dad always asked me. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for calling you jerk face. That wasn't fair. <laughs> all right. So some 80s movies that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. See if you've even seen them. Okay. And I'll say if I like them, just yep. kind of in general. So uh, we're recording this on Saturday, the 14th of October. The scariest day of the year. Yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, but yesterday, uh, last night, we watched Poltergeist on Friday the 13th. Yes. But also not technically because we watched it after midnight, so it was this morning. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. But, so uh, we'll get into that later. But uh, uh, Friday the 13th, the movie. Have you actually seen the original? I think a long time ago. Yeah. I don't remember much of it. Yeah. I actually, we used to watch that, Amanda and I, because we watched a lot of the classics, whatever, the mm-hmm. 80s classics, I should say. Right. But uh, yeah, we stopped watching it a few years ago because it's fucking boring. So, is it? Okay. Yeah, to me it is. And the rest of that series, I just don't really care. I don't really like all the sequels of all these things. I, don't, I usually just watch the first one of whatever, mm-hmm. pretty much. But uh, yeah, that was really boring. And it's that series is weird because Jason doesn't even show up till the second movie and doesn't even get his mask until the third movie. But that's so iconic. Oh, wait, Isn't that really weird? Oh, wait, yeah, because he, it's just like flashbacks to him. Yeah. At the, at the like the first one's like his mom, spoiler alerts, everybody knows it, but, uh, <laughs> uh, and then he comes in on the second one, but then he doesn't get his mask until like the third one. It's really weird. But anyway, I find it boring, so I haven't watched it in a few years. Yeah. Um, it's not, yeah, it's like, some of the kills are cool, but whatever. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, I remember seeing when I was a child, or at least parts of it, mm-hmm. and being freaked out by Freddy Krueger, and uh, he was my arch nemesis there for <laughs> quite a while. It's such a, a genius thing, because it's like, especially for kids, because it's like dreams, and yeah. you're like, well, man, I'm so scared to go to sleep, and yeah. like, you're scared of that in any horror movie, but then yeah. that one, he's going to get you then. Yeah. Like, that's pretty fucked up. You have to sleep. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's yeah like there's nothing it. you can do about <laughs> it, so. Yeah, I still like that one a lot. I, yeah. I didn't watch it last year, I don't think, but, uh, we, you know, that was one of the other ones we watched, like, every year, and uh, mm-hmm. that one still creeps me out. I think that yeah. uh, his character design is fucking creepy, mm-hmm. um, and it, the story is weird and awful and everything, and uh, Johnny Depp's in it, so winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize Johnny Depp was yeah, in it. Yeah, it was like his first movie, I think. Oh, uh, really? The Before Crybaby. Oh yeah, I think it was before Crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, uh, he's like the boyfriend of the main girl, Nancy, or whatever. Oh okay. Um, he has like, uh, again, spoiler alert, but whatever. Uh, he has a crazy death. It's my favorite. Like one of my favorite '80s deaths at all. It's like fucking gory and gross as shit. Oh really? Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty rad. But uh, yeah, so I like those. That's awesome. Uh, I don't like the rest of those sequels though. I never really watched those. My brother used to watch. Uh, Danny used to watch those a lot, but uh, but what I never are, got into them. There was like eight of those too. What about the remake? Did you ever see that? I watched the remake. I didn't really care for it. Did you yeah. see it? No. Yeah, it was. Uh, it had so I literally watched it because it had. Um, I can't remember his name right now though. Fuck. He's from Red State, but uh, mm-hmm. um, just an actor I like. Michael um, Parks. No, it's a younger guy. Oh. Um, I can't remember his name right now. But uh, I watched it for a specific actor, essentially, because I, I didn't look really great. And I like Jackie O'Haley, who played yeah. uh, Freddy Krueger, that, that guy around. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was okay. Uh, but uh, their their design was a little more realistic, and I didn't really mm-hmm. care for it, for, like, the burn victim part yeah. of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just, it wasn't that great. I mean, it was, like, an unnecessary sequel. Or yeah. uh, remake. Remake, yeah. yeah. That I, I don't think they really pulled off that well. It might have been Platinum Dunes as well. I'm not sure. They do a lot of those remakes, like uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and yeah. they bought a lot. And the, the Friday the Thirteenth remake and stuff. They uh, they they do like the Ninja Turtles stuff. Like they do a bunch of them now. But yeah. 
Um, some are, I, I like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, um, but I don't like the Friday the 13th, and I don't like the Nightmare on Elm Street, so hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, An American Werewolf in London. No. Yeah? No, I've, I've, heard, I've heard... Yeah, I've seen, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Paris. Um, that had a huge soundtrack back, yeah. back in the day. I remember that movie a whole lot. Late 90s, one. I think. Yeah. Um, I barely remember that one. Yeah. But I never, I've never seen the, the original one. Yeah. London, you said? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've heard that it, it's it's awesome. It's great. Yeah, yeah it's super cool. The, uh, the effects... We'll talk about uh, later on one of the movies we're reviewing today's uh, Monster Squad, and I like the uh, werewolf effects uh, as mm-hmm. they're changing and stuff. I think it's cool, but um, these are like off the charts so good uh, in American Werewolf in London and they show like everything I think like in Monster Squad I think they, they did a good job of not, like cutting away when they didn't have the money to like really show something mm-hmm. uh, but American Werewolf in London they like go through it and it's fucking awesome it's oh, so really? cool yeah like the growing of hands and feet and legs and stuff and it's it's pretty rad awesome yeah um, Child's Play yes Chucky yeah actually on the Child's Play <laughs> movies um, I was the same way about those as I was with uh, Freddy Krueger uh-huh. Um, to where I was freaked out by it. Oh, yeah. But eventually I saw, I think my parents rented Child's Play 3. Uh-huh. So I saw 3, then 2, then 1. Oh, weird. Okay. And after I saw 3, I was like, oh, this is, no, this, <laughs> I'm not, I shouldn't be scared of this. Yeah. So um, I was able to to kick Chucky that yeah. way. But Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's little. Yeah. You could have kicked him. Yeah. I did uh, it. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but Child's Play was a big staple of my childhood. I remember that one a lot. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I watched it a few years ago, too, and I was like, man, I, this is another one I should not have been watching. Right. It's like way more adult. <laughs> like, it's literally a an adult serial killer yeah. who, like, starts chanting and, like, puts his body in some spell and puts it into this doll. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it used to scare the shit out of me. And, uh, yeah, they, that was also, like, such a good design, the good the good guy doll. Man. Mm-hmm. Ugh, creepy. And there's just released another new Chucky movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which and is it's the same strange. actor, or same, uh, writer and director. Oh, really? For all of them. It's oh his God. thing. It's, like, all he does. <laughs> it's crazy. And he's, like, reinventing it all the time and stuff. Like, this one's supposed to be, like, a different kind of... Uh, take on it or whatever. Oh, really? They're like in a mental institution with like characters from other movies. Oh, wow. Uh, like it's like the, the original kid, Andy, like grown up. Like, but it's like that, I think they got like the actor back, but then they oh, got cool. like Jennifer Tilly, who was in, he was like Bride of Chucky oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They like brought her back. There's like a bunch of them. So, uh, I mean, more power to them, but yeah, I haven't caught up with those. So, uh, three was the last one I saw years and years ago. Yeah. And it wasn't that scary. Uh, yeah. That was like at the military academy. I was going to say, yeah. 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 Um, the only thing I liked about that was they, they got the same little actor kid who's grown up. He was like a teenager or whatever. So that yeah. was cool. But, um, okay, so this one I pretty much guarantee you haven't seen, but it's also one of the uh, horrible movies that nobody's <laughs> ever seen. Uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. No, I've not. I've not seen that. I'm familiar with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, People know uh, her. But, yeah. Uh, I played this movie. Uh, this is a movie that I would love to get drunk with you, you guys, and watch sometime. <laughs> Because I made Amanda do that with me a few years ago, yeah. and holy shit, I forgot how fucked up that movie is. It is really? so weird. It's like she, it's like one of those stories where she gets uh, contacted by like an old old relative died, and they left her this house, and she gets there, and it's like all creepy, but she's Elvira, and it's weird or whatever. Yeah. And there's like so much weirdness that goes on in that movie, like very very bizarre. Um, I can't even describe it really, uh, but yeah, really weird. But I wanted to bring it up because <laughs> when I made Amanda watch it, it was so funny to me. Really? <laughs> she was like, "What?" is this <laughs> and you watched this as a kid again is it so in black and white it's not in black and white okay. no because it's it's from the 80s so like yeah. all of these you know are just 80s movies but yeah, yeah it's a regular movie but um, if anything like Elvira is so overtly sexual yeah and it's uh, in this movie like she like 
is even more, I guess, whatever. And again, it's just like one of those, like, why was I watching this as a kid? But <laughs> I remember it vividly. So, um, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Yes. Yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. actually the, the whole trilogy. I've okay. Seen. Yeah. What do you think of those? Um, I, I liked them at the time. Yeah. But I've, I've only seen them once and yeah. haven't watched them again. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know if they would hold up for me. Yeah, um, they. I, I've tried to like them so much because people love them so much. Oh yeah, I cannot get into them. Yeah. Uh, the first one is like low budget. I whatever. The second one's like basically a remake of the. It's a sequel remake of the first. Yeah. And the comedy of that, like, it's kind of like with the, the Raimi Spider Man movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know that I really like Raimi that much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He did Drag Me to Hell a few years ago, which people also love. I don't care for, but it's like if you love Raimi, you love it. Like you yeah. like that horror and the comedy, but. The comedy in it just doesn't hit me. I don't really laugh. I don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I've never really gotten into those. I've seen Army of Darkness, like, mm-hmm. once. I've seen the other ones maybe once, like you said. Yeah, too, yeah. I guess. So, uh, not my favorite. Uh, one of my very favorite 80s, 80s horror movies, though, was Fright Night. Okay. Um, which they did a remake of recently. That, I've seen that remake, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I didn't like the remake. People generally like that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't care for that one. I watched that one because of Anton Yelchin, pretty much, because right. I like him a lot. But uh, Rest in I know, peace. man. Oh, God. Still makes me sad. Yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah, the original was really cool. Um, totally different. Uh, I don't like the Vegas setting of the new one. It was all really in like the Chris Angel type of thing. Like the, <laughs> right, yeah. the old one is like an old guy uh, from like the 50s or 40s or 50s era, kind of like living in the 80s and like doing like he does. Um, he's on TV and he like presents like the old movies on TV. And that's who Charlie goes to find. So it's like he's oh, like okay. a hack. And that way, not like he's like a magician sort of thing that they do in the new one. Yeah. So I just like the whole vibe of it better. But yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty killer. Great soundtrack and stuff. Highly recommend that one. Sure. Uh, the Lost Boys. No, I'm not. I've not seen, seen that either. That? No. Oh my no. god, The Lost Boys is so good. Yeah, there's a whole selection of movies yeah. that I should have seen, but I've never <laughs> seen. So. Lost Boys is really rad. It has so many good people in it. Uh, yeah, that'd be a fun one to watch sometime too. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a lot of vampire movies. Both of those are vampire movies. Um, but yeah, that one's really cool. Lost um, Boys is the one where they sparkle. Um, okay. What's funny about that, <laughs> there is a, a death. We, we watched this uh, two weeks ago, Man and I. There's a death that happens, there's a vampire death, and Corey Feldman comes out of this like cave, and he's covered in like the vampire blood, yeah. and, I, and his brother, and I swear... When I watched it this time, I was like, they look kind of sparkly. <laughs> and it was really weird. So if anybody else has seen that, let me know. But yeah. uh, I, I might have to look that up and be like, what is... I, it looked like maybe it was just the way that they made the fake blood or whatever for yeah. it. Because I, I think it's like... It's, I don't, it's not just like red. It's like they're like made of like goo or whatever. It's like it it's, spills out like goo. It's like gross oh, okay. vampire stuff. But it's like, I swear it was like glittery. And it made me really? crack up. So I was like, is this where she got that idea? <laughs> it was so funny. Um, so uh, another one remake uh, that I like a lot is The Blob. You ever seen no, that? Have you ever seen any of the Blobs? Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Just the X-Men character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right on. Yeah. Um, the Blob is another one I really like. Uh, has a lot of good people in it. It's just like, uh, I watched it, I hadn't seen it for a long, long time, like since I was a kid until about two years ago. And I rewatched it and I was I was like hoping against hope that like it was not just going to be my nostalgia that made it great. I was yeah. hoping that it would be like, I don't know, uh actually a good movie but I was like probably not gonna be and I watched it and I was like this movie is actually like it holds up to me oh, okay. like outside of my nostalgia there was a lot of things I remembered that were really mm-hmm. cool but I thought it was still a solid movie um, it was it was a remake cool. yeah so there's like a 50s version or whatever of yeah, the blob and this was a remake of that mm-hmm. um, which is funny because now we you know shit on remakes all the time pretty much mm-hmm. uh, but there was like the 50s I think is when it came out and then the one that I like is from the 80s and so if they redid it oh, now okay. 
that's about it's like the same timeline. Really? It's like yeah. thirty years ago. Yeah. But I would hate for them to do a blah remake now. Yeah. If I, if I heard that, I'd be like, ugh. But I was like, that's one of my favorite movies from then. Another one that I had on the list was The Thing, which is also a remake. Okay. Um, which is really really good. John Carpenter is awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's funny. Like if I th- like when they did the remake of The Thing, that's called The Thing, which fucking pisses me off. They did like a prequel or whatever. Recently, and I was like, "Ugh!" But the thing was also a remake of a '50s movie, so so the sequel to they, the thing or the prequel? The prequel okay. to the thing is called the thing. Well, that's confusing. Yeah, but it's not a remake. It's basically like the same story. Like people mm-hmm. are like trapped in this thing, and it's that's confusing too. Sorry, <laughs> they're trapped in this place, and the thing is chasing them or whatever. But yeah. um, but it's like prequel to that. Like it ends. And it goes into the beginning of the other movie, but they're both called the same thing. It's I, when I heard that I was so fucking annoyed, mm-hmm. and then I haven't even seen that one, the new one, because I was just, I, who cares, or whatever. But uh, but again, it's just like funny that like the same timeline, but now I'm like, no, don't do that, because <laughs> his was so good. Well, that's what I've heard is John Carpenter's was was awesome. Yeah, and I've never seen yeah. that either. Oh, it's so good. And then you know, Kurt Russell's in it. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh really? Yeah, I he's one of the main that. guys. Yeah. Oh damn. Big old beard, big bushy beard, long hair and stuff. Pretty rad, yeah. Uh, and then one more uh, that I had on there was uh, The Gate. I think the you gate? would like The Gate. No. You ever heard of that no. at all? Uh-uh. The Gate, I don't remember, I haven't seen this one in years, so this is one that I would actually like to go back to, but it's one that I grew up on as well. But uh, it's like a, a gate to hell opens up in a, like a backyard or whatever, and it's like these kids kind of find it, but there's like a, there's, the reason I said it, you might like it, there's a part where, uh, you know, like in the 80s, all the parents were worried with like heavy metal music and stuff, <laughs> right. that like if you played it backwards, it would do stuff, so they'd go yeah. into that where it's like chanting and stuff, uh, and that's, I think that's how they open the gate or whatever, I don't remember the details anymore, but like, okay. they really do like play the record backwards or they like read something like that or whatever, but it's like, uh, these little demon creatures come out and they're like all, almost like claymation or something like that, but uh, yeah. they look pretty cool for the 80s. Um, and it's really creepy, and they, like, wreak havoc, and I think they have, like, teeth, and they, like, bite people and all this crazy stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was a really weird movie that I haven't seen in a long time, but I'm mm-hmm. kind of eager to. But, uh, so, yeah, now that we got through some of those 80s movies, we're doing it. We are doing it! <laughs> I'm Steven. <laughs> and I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Yes! And, uh, yeah, today's show topic is a combination of a few things. Uh, 80s? Yeah. Kind of an 80s horror theme. Um, but also primarily, uh, Poltergeist and the Monster Squad. Yes. So, um, we watch those together because we are recording live together again. Yeah. So Here we awesome. are. So. It's like uh, every other month. I know. Yeah. It's, it's been working out. It's great. I actually like it. So. Uh, uh, it's going to be so much easier to edit. <laughs> oh, uh, I know. So, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see yeah. how that works. Um, but first, before we get into that discussion, um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LTASpod. And if somebody wants to send us an email, where can they send us, Stephen? Uh, they can send it to let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Hell yeah, you can. Oh, send over do. a question, comment, compliment. Yep. <laughs> Menu. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this place I like? I thought you guys might like it. We'd be like, okay. Even if it's out of state, that's fine. Just send us just send us something. We'll be we'll be grateful for yeah. it. Let's move on to what we are drinking today. Yes. And Stephen, you actually brought us some beers yeah. from your native land of Not Tejas. That is, the, I think, the correct pronunciation. Yes. Um, yeah, so I brought some Oktoberfest. I had two left for the month, but I have some other beers I can drink for the rest of it. So I figured, mm-hmm. hey, I'm coming into town. It'd be kind of fun to bring you one you might not have before. So yes. we both have Oktoberfest today. We do. Which is great. So yeah. mine is a Southern Star Brewing Company. 
uh, Oktoberfest, which I don't think I've had, but I like this can a lot. Uh, it's it's orange and black, uh, which I Halloween theme. Halloween, man, it's awesome. So how can you not like that? So uh, let's see how this is. Mmm, it's beer. <laughs> <laughs> they really nailed that beer flavor. <laughs> the highest compliment you can you can pay a beer company. Mm, yeah, that's beer. That's definitely beer. And for me, uh, you brought me a Carbach Brewing Co. Carboctoberfest. Mm-hmm. You say that way better than I do. I always stumble on that. Carboctoberfest. Yeah, because they like <laughs> mash them together. Guten Tag. Oh. <laughs> so what? Oh. You are wearing beer hose today too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, have a, I don't have a great track record with cans, so oh, that's right. let's, let's see if... Uh, well, I had oh. tossed yours around before, but it didn't yeah. explode, damn it. <laughs> Put them in a paint <laughs> mixer. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Right on. These Germans, sometimes they make some mistakes, yeah. but sometimes they make some good choices. <laughs> what, a, what a simplified way to say it. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll move on to um, a mini topic. Mini topic discussion. That one sip always gets oh, you gets right me. out the gate. <laughs> um, not everything on our on our mini topic is going to be horror related, but mm. it's some stuff that happened recently that we wanted to discuss. Yep. So um, we'll start up at the top of the list with the new Star Wars Episode Eight yes! trailer. <laughs> I'm very excited about it. You hated it. Yeah, um, I fucking hated it. And I tried my hardest to not watch that trailer, which means that the second it came out, I watched it. Right. But I had good thoughts about it. I was going to pull a Brent and not watch it. Yeah. Uh, but then I had to, and I'm glad I did because it was phenomenal. See, I was on the fence about watching it because yeah. like, I thought, oh, well, this is continuing the Star Wars movie mm-hmm. uh, that, that I liked. Yeah. So I thought uh, maybe I'll watch it, but then I thought, you know what? Maybe maybe I'll just wait because yeah. it's just a couple months away. Yeah, I know. But then I close. texted you to see if you had watched it, and you said you've already seen it. So I'm like, okay. Well, so I ruined it for well, you. No, 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 no. I, I, I figured, well, now we can discuss that yeah, on the show. That's so true. content. Yeah. We uh, need that content. Straight up. Well, I thought it was amazing. Um, the design of this movie looks phenomenal, yes. I think. Uh, from the posters to like the new poster, did you see that too they released? Yes. It's all yeah. red and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of red going on with mm-hmm. that planet where they like kick up the, the dust or whatever, the, the sand, and it's like red underneath. That's awesome. It looks yeah. fucking badass. I don't yeah. know what that means, right. what that's supposed to be, but it looks awesome. Just uh, paprika. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it looks awesome. Um, I'm really excited for Ryan Johnson's take on this, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm hoping that it will be. And what it looks like to me is like it'll be dark, kind of like the Empire Strikes Back was mm-hmm. to that to that trilogy. But um, I'm hoping that they will actually you know be able to branch out a little bit more. Yeah, I was totally fine with the Force Awakens kind of like rehashing things we already seen to like get us back in there and I'll honestly just get fans trust back after the prequels and right. stuff. That it's like this is Star Wars and it feels so Star Wars. And I feel that was necessary, and uh, and I liked it. Um, but I'm hoping that they, they kind of take things a little different here. Yeah. Dark school, but you know, don't really rehash any of that story. Do your own thing, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think they're going to do that. So, pretty pumped about that. What else did Ryan Johnson direct? Uh, so he directed Brick with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, okay. uh, yeah. which was a cool movie. I actually need to watch that again because I didn't love it like a lot of people did. I didn't either the first time yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Because um, we loved we watched it because of uh, I heard about it from like Veronica Mars. That it's mm-hmm. like the teenage private eye. I heard about it in an article like when that was still on, and then Brick came out. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is like the neo-noir with like teenagers, you know, and I was like, that's right. cool, but I didn't love it, so I'm mm. um, curious, but, um, and then he did The Brothers Bloom, which I also didn't love, uh, but I liked both of those, I just didn't love them. Um, Brothers Bloom is um, Mark Ruffalo and Adrian Brody, and they're like brothers oh, who steal okay. things, uh, they're like, th- like, do like big thief things, whatever, mm-hmm. heist or something, um, but then the one that I love is Looper. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, with yeah. also Justin Gordon-Levitt back, yeah. and then uh, uh, Bruce Willis. And I, I am head over heels in love with Looper. I think yes. he's phenomenal. It's awesome, so, yeah. yeah. Even the uh, the weird prosthetic nose oh, that it's so Joe cool, Love wears. Yeah. Like, it's something that you should be annoyed by, but you just go with it. Like, yeah. after about five minutes into the movie, you're just like, okay. It really works in a weird way. Like, it yeah. feels like it shouldn't, and I feel like sometimes it, it, it feels off, just because it obviously doesn't look like him, I guess, yeah. but... I think it was a cool idea, and I, I to me, they pulled it off. I thought yeah, it was cool. So that whole too. movie was just really inventive and yeah. neat to me. Uh, yeah, so I liked that one a lot, and that's really what got me so excited from directing this, and I think it's why he got the job. You know, you kind of got higher caliber um, actors and, and mm-hmm. you know, people just know Looper more and more than Brick, mm-hmm. say. But, uh, yeah, so I think this is going to be stellar. Awesome. Yeah. When I first saw this trailer, I was like, this is cool, but then, like, certain things started to, like, stand out to me uh-huh. like the uh, spoiler alert white lightsaber oh that, yeah that Ray has it's like yeah I was like what <laughs> is that is that see and I can not tell if that was just because it's like the trailer like how yeah. it's cut or whatever uh, or if that is actually white yeah so that's what you saw because well. I, yeah. I was like are people talking about this yeah, because I, mean, yeah, I, don't know. I was like hmm I don't know if, have they had white lightsabers before and I'm just now noticing this? Or? Yeah, I don't know. So there's like a lot of lore about what makes a lightsaber. There's like kyber crystals mm-hmm. in them and... Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Genius. Jesus makes it. <laughs> they like change the color of it, but then there's like something about like the red ones, like for the Sith are because they, they have to like force the kyber crystal to work for them. And so that's why mm-hmm. they, they like crack and they become red or something like that. There's like some mm-hmm. lore behind it. It's cool, but... Uh, for the white one, I wouldn't know what that would mean. Like, maybe that would be, like, pure, but mm-hmm. they keep talking about her and Kylo Ren. They keep talking about, like, the raw power. Mm-hmm. And so, like, his raw lightsaber, it's, like, all, like, jagged and weird and stuff. And then hers, maybe that has something to do with hers, her part of it as well. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. down that. for it, so. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yes, I'm looking forward to that. And yeah. one thing that annoys me about movie trailers that come out in December is they will always put this Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's like, wow, so you have to go to the movie theater <laughs> on Christmas Day to see this. But no, oh, it comes yeah. out like a week and a half. Yeah, it's like a week. T- it's yeah. like, it drives me insane. <laughs> like, why, why is that your target date? Yeah. Because it's just because you hate Christmas. Be yeah. honest. My fucking humbug. It drives me, <laughs> it drives me nuts, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, and no, I'm kind of with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. If it's on Christmas Day or whatever, then say Christmas Day for yeah. one. But yeah, then that's fine. Because uh, like obviously. there are like five different movie trailers I've yeah. seen recently where it's like Christmas, but then it's, you find out yeah. it's like a week before. And uh, it's... Like why would why would you do that to your audience? Like obviously the hardcore Star Wars fans know yeah. the exact day it's coming out, but like For everybody else, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I guess I'll wait till Christmas well, Day. This, this is funny too because I didn't even know that it said Christmas or anything at the end yeah. of the trailer. I was just like, whatever, I know it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. I bought my tickets that, that the next morning, but yeah. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, oh shit, I have to go see this on Christmas. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Fuck. Sacrifices have to Christmas be made. Christmas is the busiest day for theaters. It's crazy. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, busiest day of the year. Not insane. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed. Uh, we went one time uh, when I was younger, uh, right after my grandfather died, and so everybody was kind of, mm. like, weird about Christmas. And, uh, oh, sure. Every, like, so my grandmother ended up just buying us all tickets, and maybe we go to, like, different movies, like, in packs, whatever. And it was really fun. Um, <laughs> as wolves? <laughs> yeah, as wolves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was fun, and uh, we all got to, like, kind of choose movies and groups or whatever with our cousins and everything. But uh, I remember being really weirded out by it, because I don't like... Uh, in general, I don't like having people work on holidays if they don't, you know, want yeah. to, if they celebrate it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to really go places, mm-hmm. even if they're open. Uh, so I don't go on Christmas Day ever to the movies. But yeah. some people, like, do that. Like, that's, like, their family thing. Like, yeah. every year. And yeah. it's really funny. Like, they open presents and then do that. So yeah, it's just interesting how it's, how it's different. Yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, let's talk about the new Justice League trailer, which was released <laughs> in... <laughs> it was released at New York Comic Con, and... Uh, you had texted me yeah. last weekend that 
you watched it. Yeah. And had you not seen it yet? When I no, I, I had. Okay. I, I saw that when it was released, uh-huh. but I'm so just not <laughs> underwhelmed by this yeah. franchise that I'm just like, oh, okay. <sighs> It, I, I didn't even think anything about it. So it looks so over the top. That's like the most I get. I'd say about it. I guess like yeah. they were like, let's just do more and more. Right. And I'm like, maybe <laughs> maybe not. Maybe yeah. scale it back a little bit. Yeah. And it just like all the creature. I don't care about any of it. Like it doesn't look that great for uh, the scale of it. Uh, with all these whatever they're. I don't know what these things are. These like flying men. They have like, wings. <laughs> what is that? They're parademons, is what they're called. Okay. Um, and what's funny is I didn't realize they were called parademons for yeah. a while because when you read this in the comics, it looks like parademon. Oh. So that's what they're doing. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's just like, oh yeah, see, all these parademons are attacking in this in this book. And so that's then awesome. later, uh, my friend Ross was talking to me about it, and he was like, yeah, all these parademons. I was like, yeah, parademons. That's yeah, that's, that's what I've always said. That's way cooler. Metal. <laughs> that's metal. <laughs> That's hilarious. But um, yeah, I, I, I are they don't cool know. in the book? They don't because uh, they were they were in Batman v Superman, right? Like in that yeah, dream in that flash, thing or whatever, Flash, whatever. Flash. I don't know if that was a dream or a who flash knows forward or who the fuck I, knows. I don't know. I try not to think about it to be honest. Yeah, but um, and I was confused by them then, basically, yeah. and I was just like, I don't know what's happening. They're just like, do you know who uh, Darkseid is? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah. Sure. He's like the big. Bad. He's yeah. like the the Thanos of oh yeah yeah of, that's a good way the to, DC yeah, universe yeah um, those are his henchmen okay so they don't really have like personalities or anything so he's just... the Wicked Witch and yeah. they're the monkeys yes gotcha yes <laughs> perfect way to do it because <laughs> that's how I they can fly yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's how I imagine it. <laughs> but um, yeah I wasn't uh, wasn't super impressed with this trailer it seems like they're no. really trying real hard yeah um, I'm trying to remember the song that was mm. was in the trailer I do remember the feeling of it. You could tell, like, uh, uh, I'm only thinking Snyder now, but you could, you could tell, like, Whedon's influence mm-hmm. on the trailer itself, I feel, um, and the, the change in the, the tone of the movie, maybe, a little mm-hmm. bit. But it's still, like, very, like, Snyder visuals. It's mm-hmm. a really weird, like, that's the only thing I'm excited about. Uh, excited is not even the right word. Like, intrigued by mm-hmm. is the this experiment of having two directors <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah. And those two directors. It's very interesting. But yeah. other than that, I, yeah, not so much. No. Um, yeah, it's just... I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it's going to be hard, too, because usually if a movie comes out and I'm on the fence with it, I'll wait to gauge somebody's reaction or, mm-hmm. like, your talk of, of whatever, like, you know, listen to coworkers or yep. maybe read some reviews online. But, like, it's to the point where, like, so many people liked Suicide Squad that I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know if I can trust you. It's Trump's America, man. Everything's <laughs> out of whack. <laughs> That's the only explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a good segue into, <laughs> into right. the next topic, um, uh, which is um, earlier this week uh, were the BET Awards. Yep. And um, do you know anything about this? I watched a little bit of it. Okay. All right. So uh, Eminem performed a, uh, a freestyle uh, kind of like cypher uh, rap. Uh, where he disses um, the orange man in the White House. Yep. <laughs> That's how I, how I choose to call him. Uh, and um, he had some, like, it was like four minutes and change long. Oh, yeah. So it was, That's why it I didn't was watch pretty long. Thing. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, he went after him pretty hardcore. And um, one of my, my favorite lines in the, uh, the thing was uh, in relation to, well, Eminem is a comic book fan as well. Oh, okay. So he occasionally cool. drops... Uh, comic book references in, in mm-hmm. some of his rhymes That's but uh, my favorite one was um, <laughs> uh, was this racism's the only thing he's fantastic for because that's how he gets his rocks off. He's orange, yeah. which is a reference to the thing. I did from hear about Fantastic that one. Four. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Um, I thought that was uh, pretty funny. That was pretty good. Um, I, but, I feel, so like part of it when the, I didn't understand, like I, I'm not that into rap. And so uh, if anything, whenever I was watching him, I was like, there's no music. Yeah. And I'm very confused by this. <laughs> uh, and just some dudes hanging out yeah. in the back and of the parking really, garage. And they're there for like four minutes just right. watching their homie, yeah. you know, spin, <laughs> spin rhymes. And I was very confused. Uh, so I read some of the lyrics afterwards. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I can't pick it out always if it's rap. That's one of my things. Is, uh, I can't always hear. And I know that he's like good uh, mm-hmm. at, at like making the verses and stuff and like right. bringing cool, you know, things into it like that, yeah. like that reference. But um, I had to like read them to like understand it, and there was a lot of cool lines in there. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, watching the video was okay to me, but yeah. um, But now maybe I watched it with like knowing what they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need subtitles. Right. <laughs> it's a lot to keep up with yeah. because he uses a lot of like metaphors and, yeah. and whatnot. So and it's so quick. So you may not like pick up on them the first time because I had yeah. to do the same thing. I had to go back yeah. and watch it, right but. On. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I thought that was pretty good. And people are saying that Eminem's super woke now and everything, but mm-hmm. I mean, he still uses a lot of like homophobic slurs oh, in his yeah. raps and everything. And yeah. he says he's not homophobic, but it's hard to, to, like, to, to so many things rhyme with that. Yeah, know, like, <laughs> it's like, well, maybe use a different word, yeah. you know, it's like using those slurs. It just seems like so dated beyond yeah. just being like, sure horrible it's it's 2017 you know yeah. maybe move on to to something else yeah that so. seems kind of shitty yeah too yeah even if you're like i mean the same kind of thing it's like i'm not racist i got a black friend right well that's still <laughs> i mean that doesn't necessarily mean anything right it's kind of like you're not homophobic but you still say all that stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. which also kind of well, we'll get into later because there's some stuff with that uh in the monster squad that i have to uh think yeah. about sometimes but they're lines that i like Right. But they're bad. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah. Um, it's weird. Uh, I was also going to say yeah. with that, though, uh, <laughs> there's been these, like, tweets and stuff and memes online about uh, Kid Rock came out <laughs> and was, like, kind of like Eminem shouldn't have done this. I don't know really what he said. Just basically, yeah. like, they had some beef or whatever. But they were, like, someone tweeted something, like, to the effect of uh, Kid Rock coming out against Eminem's lyric against Trump. Uh, is not like a sentence I would thought I would have ever said. You know, like people were like suggesting that Eminem run against Kid Rock because Kid Rock running yeah. for the Senate, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, man, what? We were living in in the movie Idiocracy. Right. Like, the more <laughs> yes. and more we yeah. go, people keep saying that, and we just keep getting more and more into it. It's crazy. I know. I yeah. keep pooping on my couch thinking that there's a toilet built into it. Um, but uh, the final thing I'll say on the the whole Eminem thing is uh, he has a weird beard now. Oh, yeah. Um, I was confused and, by that. And the first thing I thought, and I've heard it compared to this uh, uh, by other people, is it looks like a Halloween beard, like where you take that sponge. <laughs> yeah. like it's really it on. light. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's light, and I don't understand yeah. what's happening. No, like, I get you that. He, he should have, like, waited a few extra days. Yeah, it's like peach fuzz. Yeah. Beard. Or, yeah. or spent, uh, I guess, started growing it, like, a few <laughs> days earlier or something. Yeah. It, it just it just looks strange. It's funny, so I didn't, I didn't really know if he was still around, like, mm-hmm. in pop culture that much. Like, I don't really hear much from him anymore, so. Yeah. Um, I was like, maybe he's had this for a while. I don't know, but I I kept remember like when I was watching the video, it was online, so it was like small, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kept like gl- like squinting at it, being like, <laughs> does he have a beard? Is yeah. it what is that? Yeah. He needs to wash his face. <laughs> yeah, the, the way the Halloween like <laughs> painting it on with like a sponge. That's it's exactly what it looks like. That is so yeah, so accurate. Um, the next topic on the yes. agenda is Brandon and I took your advice and we watched the final yeah, girls last so last. Sunday, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, we watched it on the Freeform app, so it was somewhat edited, but again, That's it was a, it was a PG, yeah. PG-13 movie, yeah. so 
Um, it's not really that bad. They don't, yeah. They, it, they uh, even though the movie itself, yeah, they kind of like get close to things and then right. don't show it or whatever, don't right. say it. Yeah. But we both really liked it. Yeah, like awesome. I was, I was really impressed with yeah. it. Even with the way you were describing it, it's still better than, than uh, what I was picturing in oh, my cool, head. Oh, yeah. Uh, the lead actress in that, that mm-hmm. movie, whose uh, whose mom dies, um, Tessa Formiga. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, sounds like a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. She uh, she was in I think at least a couple seasons of American Horror Story. Oh, have you okay. ever seen that? No, you okay. guys like that. I want yeah. to watch that. It's, yeah. it's an, an anthology series. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know uh, she's definitely that. in the first season. Mm-hmm. I, I think she might be in some subsequent seasons. But um, yeah, I was surprised to see her yeah, in it, that's and cool. I liked her and. Uh, Malin Ackerman, like yeah. you said, is the mom. I like her when she shows up. She, uh, yeah, she really impressed me with her role in this. I, I like, liked it. Yeah. She, she pulled off the like kind of disheveled mom mm-hmm. at, towards the beginning yeah. of it, and then later yeah, yeah. when she was uh, the the teenage, she, mm-hmm. not even like the teenage version of her. She's like her her yeah. character. She was portraying. It's hard. It's like an Inception like <laughs> movie to yeah, discuss. Is, yeah. But um, but she doesn't age. So right. she pulled up both of those <laughs> right. perfectly fine. It, yeah, like, it was uncanny. I was like, so did, yeah. she, did they use CGI? No, I know. Like, but no, she's just very, no. very young looking. She just looks that way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I like when they got sucked into the movie mm-hmm. and you you see like the runtime is a factor because oh, like, yeah, yeah. like every 92 minutes yeah. that van would circle back by. <laughs> yeah. But um, I really liked all of the actors. Um, yeah. Again, Nina Dobrev. Oh yeah, that's all I needed to know. Yeah, I, I should have said that first off last time. I, yep. I forgot she was, yeah, I forgot her name for it basically. But yeah, she was in it. Um, <laughs> and uh, Thomas Middleditch. Yes, who, he was so funny. Who, oh right? my god, he's great. And, yeah, uh, I don't watch uh, some of his shows and stuff. I can't remember. Uh, oh, the show Silicon on Valley? HBO. Yeah, Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah, I don't watch that, but I have some mm-hmm. friends to do, and I really mm-hmm. want to. Uh, but yeah, anything I, he shows up in, he's so funny. Those Verizon commercials. Yeah. <laughs> My as we were, were wine those. <laughs> as we were watching Freeform, or uh, the final mm-hmm. girls on Freeform, mm-hmm. it, they have commercial breaks on oh, there, yeah, yeah. and that Verizon commercial came up with him oh. in it. I was like, there he is. Um, They're like, this is so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I saw the uh, the CGI effects that you were talking yeah. about. Um, just take me out of it. The, it. It didn't really bother me so okay. much. Um, That's good. The, the only part that I really <clears throat> noticed, for the most part. Was the the flashback sequences where they have like mm. the, the drop down like icicle looking it's, things, which was yeah, I cool thought was like, weird. It's but, a cool idea that they did something, but yeah. the icicle weird or really weird. I don't know. Yeah, but I like like they would have like the letters. Like, it would be like the year or whatever, and then they would like hit them with a car. Yeah, and be, like physical items. They could cool. interact with the, yeah. the text. Yeah, and that looked cool. Yeah, uh, some of the death parts though, I don't want to spoil it, but mm-hmm. um, there's there's one in particular that always I, I just, actually just want to edit out just like a few seconds, and it would be much better. But because it's so. 80s that I'm like if you were the 80s though you would have done like really bright red blood that you would have oh, done right. like practical effects and I think it would have actually done better for me because he mm-hmm. was doing it as like an homage to 80s films right. and so I feel like he could have done better with the effects of it and not just I feel like CGI in that realm is kind of it's the cheap way to do it like right. it's cheaper than doing paying an artist to handcraft something yeah. um, these days. So I feel like they kind of copped out on that, um, unfortunately. But yeah, for their budget, maybe that's all they had. I yeah, know, so. I could see that. Yeah. Um, and Adam Devine has my favorite line in the whole movie, <laughs> which is where he tells so um, the the super hunky, like, blonde dude mm-hmm. to go suck a turd. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, and like, I think it's after, right after that, yeah. uh, Middle Ditch is like, ooh, the writing is so, <laughs> so bad. bad. <laughs> But his delivery with everything yeah. too, because he's like suck a turd. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
he's so funny. Oh man, yeah. it was so good. I'm so glad good. you guys liked so, it. Yeah, definitely yeah. worth a watch. And then um, we're going to try to watch Detention here soon as well, yeah. which is the the other movie oh. you recommended. I'm very much looking forward to I'm that. I'm so excited to watch that with you because <laughs> it's like I said, it's weird, man, but uh, I like it now. So this will be interesting. Yes. The other thing I wanted to bring up is a song called Halloween Spooks <laughs> by Lambert, Hendrix, and Ross, which is a jazz trio. And the song is from, I think, the 50s. Um, the reason I know about this song, because yeah. you, you had never heard about it. No, you just played this for me before Yeah, the show. earlier. <laughs> um, on, every October on Kevin and Bean, they play Halloween Spooks, oh, like okay. just for like... <clears throat> to talk about it and they have it on in the background as they're like talking and everything uh-huh. and like Kevin hates it but Bean and the other like hosts on the show they all love it because <laughs> it's so ridiculous and and as I played it for you it just sounds like a like a jazzy Halloween song which it is yeah. oh. uh, it's only like two minutes and change long but um, after the first like like chorus verse type thing of, of them singing they start making ghost noises yeah and I'll have it layered in here <laughs> but um, they make like these ridiculous ghost noises it's not anything that's scary no. it's just like it's so weird <laughs> it's bizarre and your, yeah. uh, Brandy your wife was so annoyed <laughs> she, she, she woke up from a nap as that song was playing and she was that's not having the worst it. way to wake up yes yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, she wasn't having any yeah. of it. I equated it to, uh, kind of like, uh, what does the fox say? Like, when they do that, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. Like, they do, like, the weirdest noises, and it goes on for a long time. Does, that was the yeah. thing, like, it wasn't like, I thought, like, oh, they're gonna do this, really, like, really quick. Yeah. Go to the rest of it, and it's like, that's a big chunk of the song. Yeah, it's like 45 seconds <laughs> yeah. a minute of, of a two-minute song, so, yeah. It was so funny. But, yeah. I so. like that. Yeah, I was wondering where you found that, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Halloween spooks. There you go. Get oh, it. It's a new one. It's a classic. <laughs> Wish that the children could see, but I can't find them for the life of me. And there's Halloween spooks outside my window. All right, so now we will jump over to the main topic or yes. topics <laughs> of uh, Poltergeist and Monster Squad. But we'll start with Poltergeist first. Yes. Um, do you know what year that came out? Uh, 82. 82. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a great year. Yep. Um, I know someone who was born that year. It was me. I know someone who was born that year. <laughs> what? What? Amazing. Was it also me? <laughs> yes. Oh my okay. God, it's Inception. And some other people too. That was just a good year. Good, a lot of good births that year. Yeah. Yeah. Poltergeist being one of them. Yep. Birth, birth to the world. <laughs> number one. Thank you, Spielberg. Number one birth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it, this was my first time seeing Poltergeist. It's... Like I've known things about it from mm-hmm. pop culture. But uh, it's my first time actually like watching yeah. the movie, and it like I was telling you last night, we we didn't really discuss this in depth, yeah. but uh, got to save it for the show. <laughs> yeah, again, <laughs> content. Gotta have that content. We barely talk anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my my thought of Poltergeist was that it was super creepy. I guess it was kind of mixing that up with The Exorcist again, oh, okay. which I've only seen like bits and pieces of. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was expecting it to be very like dramatic. All the time, uh, not really much humor. It's kind of light for it, a lot. It of is, it. yeah. It really is, um, and it's humorous. Like yeah. the the beginning of it is um, like where, where that I call them the uh, American <laughs> Leprechaun is is riding down the street on his bicycle oh, like, yeah. holding all these beers. <laughs> that guy, that part's so funny. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, how does he drop those beers? The kids have the remote control cars. And oh, they, like, that's cross right. in front of his bike that he's riding because he can't. He's drunk, so he yeah. can't drive anywhere. <laughs> so he's like carrying this case he's of drunk beers and like sweaty as fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm like a kid's bike. And then he like, he drops the beers and they're spraying everywhere. He, he runs with them like in his house. Yeah. And they're like still spraying the entire time. They're spraying in the living room like as they're watching the, the football game. It's still going on. It, it happened for such a long time and just yeah. like got funnier. Yeah. As it I know. Happened. Yeah. So I was like, it worked. Man, if, the, if this movie is like this, then yeah. I'm in for a treat. Yeah. So, and I was That's because great. I really like Polar Guys. I'm really glad you liked it. Yeah. Uh, I was glad to. This is one of my favorite movies uh, mm. in general, really. Uh, but definitely horror movies, and mm-hmm. I was glad. I was so glad. I told my dad about it even that I was like, I get to introduce people to this movie. Like, yeah. it's so old now that it's like rare that people haven't seen it or yeah. haven't seen a lot of it or on TV or whatever. And so it was really cool uh, to, to yeah, introduce it to new people. So yeah, because it's just a, a great movie. It is. So, it yeah. really is. So. Um, and I thought the special <laughs> effects were being in a movie made in '82. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the movie made in '82. <laughs> Was oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, I thought the special effects were really good yeah. for for that time. Um, the, Speaking of, real quick, because yeah. uh, I had, I didn't tell you this before, but I had looked it up. Uh, so one of the things we talked about is this is a Spielberg story, Spielberg uh, co-written and uh, produced, but supposedly basically directed by him. But it came out a week um, from the release date of E.T. and it lost like everything to E.T. It was nominated for the Academy Award for Special Effects, lost the E.T. It was nominated for Score, lost the E.T. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So and both like, were great. He beat himself, basically. Yeah, but yeah. they're great. So I was like, man, the effects are, are great. But it's also mm-hmm. like when you think about it, like uh, the year that E.T. came out, the effects on that are also mm-hmm. like phenomenal yeah. uh, with the ship and everything. So, yeah, it's just kind of cool uh, that you mentioned the special effects as well because they're, they're cool. The, uh, the part where they're outside the house doing something and you see the clouds start yeah. to roll in, but the, the animation is so smooth mm-hmm. and I don't... I guess maybe they just like filmed the sky separately yeah. and like merged them together or whatever yeah. and just sped it up. But uh, I thought that was a cool effect. They're really, nice. it's um, it looks weird, but in a good way. I feel like yes. it's like it's like the clouds are moving too fast for real life, and it looks kind of like they're like placed together, like they're composited. But um, it it just makes it uneasy. Yeah, like, it's it, like, purposely weird. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really fits. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and they do that a couple times. They show that the clouds and stuff coming in because like storms kind of play into it yeah. for the kids like being scared and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's neat. Uh, first off, I would say like I like all the actors in it. Um, mm-hmm. I love Craig T. Nelson. I always have. Uh, Coach. Coach. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't remember really watching Coach. I just remember it was always on. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember watching, like my mom watched it. I don't remember any episodes or like, really what happens, I guess, but I've always loved him. Um, Joe Beth Williams uh, plays the mom. Um, and I don't really know her from a ton of stuff, but I think she does so good in this movie. She mm-hmm. does such a good job as that mom. Because um, she... She's, like, inquisitive in the beginning, and, like, mm-hmm. she's having fun with it all, and all this stuff starts happening, but then later on, like, she's really good at being scared. Yeah. Um, and, like, the details with her, too, just kind of go, like, skipping ahead. Whenever, uh, at one of the parts, she comes out from saving somebody, and she has, like, a white strip in her hair, kind of like Rogue. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's funny, because years ago, one of my brother Danny's friends did that in high school for, like, fun or whatever. Yeah. And instead of Rogue, my dad was like, oh, like, Poltergeist. And oh. I was like, yes. <laughs> so it's like, either way, that's cool. Right. But I was like, I like that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Um, and then Heather O'Rourke is uh, Carol Ann. Oh, the creepy. little girl. Yeah. yeah. So uh, oh, that's, she's great at it. That's one thing I was going to say, is yeah. that um, the kids in this movie, yeah. they didn't bother me like yeah. they do sometimes. Um, they were the, really annoying. Yeah, the uh, yeah. I was worried because mm-hmm. the little girl she was kind of weird at first. Yeah, but then like later in the movie, it's I mean she's just a kid. Yeah, she know? really doesn't like, get uh, annoying though. Partly because mm-hmm. she's not there for part. Of right. <laughs> Maybe that's what I like. But about her it. her brother is he's kind of like that age like annoying kid or whatever, and he right. kind of has like a whiny voice or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. nothing is overdone in it, you know. Uh. <laughs> for him it was funny because it, my wife pointed this out or wait maybe it was your wife 
somebody, They're the same a female that was in this house, <laughs> pointed out uh, that when they were being tucked in for bed, mm-hmm. the 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 son he was wearing a like a baseball uniform yeah, like and a, baseball cap, yeah, like a full thing, yeah. like. <laughs> I can see like the uniform maybe yeah. just like as pajamas yeah. but then like a baseball cap you're not going to sleep in that what's funny though too is like in the beginning I remember feeling that way at 122 and I was like why is he wearing a baseball cap but then there's another part in the movie where the dad comes in there and he the kid's not wearing the baseball cap and he picks it up and puts, puts it on, it on his, his head, head. Like, yeah. that kid wears that cap every <laughs> night or something yeah. so it's like they like play into it and it kind of makes sense that well, way like later in life when he grows up and he like uh, has a, a girl stay over with him he's like Oh, did you not bring your baseball cap with yeah. you? Because oh. I've got one you can wear. Yeah, like, I got yeah. extras. Yeah, because <laughs> you have night. to sleep with a baseball cap. Why not cap? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought uh, going back to the special effects side yeah. of it, um, the uh, a lot of the like lightning and mm. some of the like stuff that comes out of the TV and whatnot. Yeah. It looks like it's hand animated, but with yes. like a blur effect or something mm-hmm. like that, which mostly looked okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that did stand out to me was when. Uh, coach runs outside. Yeah. There's like some like uh, sketchy looking tornadoes oh, in yeah. the background. <laughs> that that stood out most yeah. for me. But the but tornado uh, really matches the uh, vortex that pops up in uh, Monster <laughs> Squad as well. Right. I thought those effects were like that was probably the same person, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty guy. close. Yeah, they look pretty fake. And and even like the ones you're talking about, the hand done ones, like they look they look cool for what it is. Like um, right. there's a certain that's why I like those '80s movies and like. Um, early CGI or whatever they, I don't, however they did that I'm not sure how they did that actually mm-hmm. but um, they don't look great by like today's standards but they look good for what they are and they fit right. for that and like I wouldn't change it for the world either so, right yeah um, yeah there's no reason to perfect. go back and, yeah. and redo the effects um, yeah and even when they're not perfect I, I still like them for what they are and mm-hmm. uh, they're pretty cool and they, they do a lot of really cool things with light in that movie too like mm-hmm. from the closet and like that hands coming out of the TV and then it flashes into the wall Right. And it's like it's like inhabiting the house or whatever, right. and uh, all that's pretty. And like the wind is blowing around, and they yeah. use like they use physical things on set to kind of um, enhance it, which mm-hmm. is cool um, to make them like sell better, I guess, as a, as an effect or whatever. So I thought they did a good job with that stuff too. So. I like when the dog brought the uh, oh yeah <laughs> the, the, the hole in the wall, the toy. <laughs> yeah, would <laughs> play with it. <laughs> he like um, sits up on his high. Yeah, <laughs> like play with me. Uh, the speaking of the closet, mm-hmm. when um, spoiler alert. For, for these movies yeah. and everything. All from, of it. All of it. Um, when, because um, I, I, I I'd never seen this, but yeah. when uh, it shows a close-up of the closet where there's like a bright white light coming mm-hmm. out of it and you see like this giant skull oh, like yeah. appear, I was yeah. like, holy shit, that looks yeah. awesome. That looked great. Yeah, yeah I remember that last really night uh, being impressed by it, but even right. though I've seen it like a million times or whatever, I was like, man, that still looks fucking creepy right. as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And they, I was also wondering too, like I that room... Like they kind of get sucked in there, like the like both kids are getting sucked in there, and everything, and um, like the toys start at first, and like more and more the building or more and more their room does, like their beds eventually and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, it looks like in my head, the only way I could think of how they did it was they had like one of those rooms that's built on a gimbal and they actually like turn right, it, yeah, but I was like, but then they have these kids in there. I know I have these kids like hanging there like what how do they do this and like they did a really good job of like the camera movements and like how they edited it and stuff to make those all like work like there was one that in particular I was like why how is she there though and it was only her from behind so I was like it's probably fake like she's just like a doll or something maybe mm-hmm. and then they show her though from like a different angle and they maybe filmed it a different way but yeah. I thought it all really worked very did, well yeah um, it looked really natural like it was just like sucking everything into that closet mm-hmm. so uh, yeah they pulled it off it's cool I liked when the when the mom went in there to retrieve the the daughter, Carol oh, Ann, yeah. um, and they were like debating on, well, I guess not really debating, but you kind of expect Craig D. Nelson to yeah. be the one to go in there, and she was like, "No, 
I'll go get her. You're stronger, so you stay yeah. out here. So it's kind of mom to the rescue, yeah. which I thought was awesome. Oh, and it's such a great character. It is. A trait of hers, yeah, that she's yeah. like the one that's kind of leading everything. Yeah, She is. Yeah. Um, and as she goes in there, we don't see what is in there. Like, oh, yeah. I think if the movie were to oh, be yeah. remade today, we would definitely would have had, like, mm-hmm. we would have seen what, what she's seeing inside there. Yeah. But, um... Which is funny because it was remade today, quote, you know, in oh. 2015, but I I watched part of it. I, don't, I honestly don't even remember if I finished it because it was so not memorable, <laughs> yeah. and I was so annoyed by the whole thing that I don't even remember what happens with that. I don't know. I feel like the dad also, uh, and the new one, was like the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't know who plays the mom in that. Like, I literally can't even picture her face. Oh, wow. Mainly because the dad is uh, uh, Sam Rockwell, so that's why oh, I, yeah. I watched that. But uh, I, th- I feel like they like, kind of switched the roles up, but I really like the mom and her role in that and the dad's role for his thing that he's like a real estate agent and he's kind of got them into this mess but he's like not dealing with it well mm-hmm. and the mom is like the matriarch of this family basically mm-hmm. like leading everybody I, I thought that was really worked really well so yeah it's cool did the mom have green hair because you might have just seen Iron Man 2 again oh my bad I, I maybe I don't know <laughs> I'd rather watch that yeah. right. <laughs> especially because I like Iron Man 2 yeah so. me too um <laughs> What, uh, what, when did you first see Poltergeist? You know, I have no you know? clue. Uh, there's so many movies from my childhood, especially horror movies, though, mm-hmm. that I don't, I just remember them always being around. Okay. I don't remember, like, the first time. Like, like Monster Squad, I, I, I have no memories without that movie in my life. Okay. Like, basically, like, yeah. uh, it's always been around, because mm-hmm. they came out, in, like, all these came out um, early, in, either before I was born, or, like, mm-hmm. Monster Squad came out two years after I was born. And my family was really into into movies uh, in the eighties, and my brothers were uh, born like seventy six and seventy eight, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they were like of age uh, to watch a lot of those things, or maybe like for Monster Squad, say or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like we watched a lot of stuff that I again I probably shouldn't have or whatever. My parents were just kind of like whatever. Yeah. But uh, there's so many things from the eighties like Amanda didn't grow up with, but I grew up with like tons of stuff, and uh, I, I don't remember like the first time they were always around right and uh, so there's all these movies like we went through early like the Lost Boys and stuff like I remember the Lost Boys from when I was really little oh, uh, really? yeah like uh, all these things whatever maybe like TV versions like you take mm-hmm. them off something whatever but uh, but yeah I don't know well it's not like I don't know like because I was raised the same way but, mm-hmm. but my dad he loved action movies so I've seen mm-hmm. all these shitty action movies yeah but it's like people getting their heads blown off and mm-hmm. shot and, and stabbed and everything but it's just like at a certain point, you're just like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just watch it. I mean, Who cares? yeah, there were some certain points, and later on, my parents did, they were, <laughs> I remember, like, a couple different times, so I was watching something that I'd watched, like, so many times, and my dad would be like, it would like he'd, like, pick up on it and be like, wait a second, what are you watching? <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, I watched this, like, ten times, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. And uh, and so later on, they would kind of, like, police it a little bit more, I guess, mm-hmm. but uh, but honestly, like, I'm fine, uh, for the most part. <laughs> right. I'm a, ju- a well-adjusted adult. Right. <laughs> and uh, my parents, I, I don't know, it was in context, and uh, I was never really that scared of that stuff, too. I don't remember really mm-hmm. being a scared kid about horror. Um, my nephew right now, my sister's kid, uh, Christian, super, super into horror things, um, he loves like the Halloween stores so much so that he would go to one by his house all the time and they made him a name tag because he was <laughs> really? in there constantly. And oh his favorite gosh. thing that he wanted to buy was an animatronic of a, a torso being eaten by rats. <laughs> and he wanted it so bad. He was like six years old or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I felt like she, my sister once was like, man, is he going to be okay as an adult? Is he going to be like a serial killer, you know, or just like well-adjusted? And I was like, I was that way when I was a kid. Danny right. was that way when he was a kid. You know, like uh, Danny had posters of Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff and watched those all the time when we were kids. Um, so yeah, it's just like kind of around, but, uh, it's something that, uh, 
it's just there and that's fine i think if uh, if you treat it well as a parent or whatever and i mean they were around they knew i was watching it and stuff mm-hmm. so it was cool Dad, and you chained up in the backyard that's right. <laughs> kind of and they never gave me my nightmares that i really remember uh, definitely things scared me but i don't remember like really traumatizing me or you know even like for a nightmare so yeah yeah well, one other thing I wanted to bring up with uh, for actors, though, for, for the poltergeist, is one of my favorite little ladies, Zelda Rubenstein. <laughs> yes. Well, Rubenstein, I honestly don't know how to say it. Um, yeah. But she shows up, she's in Teen Witch. Yes. We talked about that last night yeah. with the girls. Um, but uh, she just shows up with, like, random, pretty much 80s things is all I've ever seen her, mm-hmm. I think. And she's teeny tiny, and she's so cute and funny. And <laughs> I, I love her voice. Um, it just fits so well with this. Uh, and she's cool. She, like, comes in as, like, paranormal doctor or whatever, mm-hmm. and... And it uh, helps out uh, with this movie, and uh, yeah, I just love her, so I just wanted to give a shout out. That, that was another thing is I was I was impressed by is that as I was watching the movie, I don't know, it's, it's a horror movie. You just don't think that people in the movie are going to come across this, but they actually go get paranormal investigators yeah. that like stay in the house with yeah. them, so they are actually oh, wow. being proactive about things. I know, yeah. So yeah, that's um, cool. I was impressed by that, and yeah. then they brought her in. And I was like, man, she looks familiar. About that time you yeah. said, yeah, Teen Witch. Um, which is weird because I think, I don't know if I've seen her in anything else off the top I, of my head. The only but thing I can think of is those two right now. Yeah, I know I've seen but she was memorable. Like, yeah, she's just very memorable. She just yeah. has like a very tiny yeah. voice yeah. and she's tiny herself. Yeah. So. And I'm pretty sure, so that's another thing that I want to watch. The One of the things that we had talked about, I'll bring up here, is that um, the sequels to Poltergeist, I used to watch as well. And mm-hmm. I remember parts of them really well, but not the story. And I don't know who directed them. I don't know if they're like as good of like a caliber uh, movie, but uh, but she comes back uh, in at least the, in the oh, second okay. one. Yeah. And so I really want to watch that again because I just love her so much. Yeah. So uh, so there's like more to the story or whatever that happens in the second one, yeah. and uh, and you get more of her, which is awesome. So. Well, that's awesome because yeah. I was expecting her to be halfway full of shit. Oh yeah. But yeah. no, she knew yeah. what she was it's doing. Like she she knew everything. Yeah. So well, and I like in this realm. There you say that too with the paranormal team that mm-hmm. they all treat it so seriously, and it's not. Yeah. There's nothing in the movie where it's like are are they quacks or whatever? Yeah. Or is this not real? It's like no, this is clearly real. Right. These people had no clue this existed in the world, and it is in their house now. And mm-hmm. like they open the door to them when they first get there, and the stuff's still just flying, flying around. around. And it's like, no, this is happening. And the people are like, we've never seen anything like this. But they mm-hmm. all treat it so seriously in the movie that I think mm-hmm. it really works. And I'm glad they didn't even have to go that route at all. Yeah. Uh, that I feel a lot of other movies, especially nowadays, might do they, that. They would not be able to resist. Yeah, yeah. and they would poke fun. Of, and which is funny because I would poke fun of that in real life or whatever. Yeah. But. I don't need a movie to be the real life. Like movies are an escape, and so I right. can I can get into this realm and be like, no, this is happening for real. They are real investigators, um, still in the fringe or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like that. Yeah, they just kind of go with it. And it's all serious and stuff. And, and the other doctor too, the other crew, but the the other doctor, that woman, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't get right down her name, but uh, I thought she was great too. Uh, she was, yeah. And stuff. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention was uh, again back to. Uh, so Toby Hooper actually directed this movie. Who directed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Okay. In 1974. So that was like his stand-up thing, which is really like quite different wow. from yeah. this, right? Yeah. So weird. But Spielberg basically directed this movie is what most people have said that were on set. Even Zelda Rubenstein was on set for seven days. She said she barely even saw Toby Hooper. Spielberg directed <laughs> really? like all of her scenes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so she's like, that's all I can really say is my scenes. But yeah, Spielberg directed me. But I Spielberg is uh, so great to me specifically because uh, like Jaws is the one I always bring up. Uh, usually is he does hey. a good job. <laughs> yes, he's back. <laughs> he does a good job of doing these small quiet moments mm-hmm. uh, extremely well. And there's a scene at the dinner table in Jaws uh, where it's, it's Brody, the chief, and his son. And his Brody just like kind of leans into his hands and he's like thinking about things because mm-hmm. he's the chief and he thinks are bad. 
and his son starts mimicking him because he's little and he starts doing the same movements and he's like it's all really cute and it's like other directors it would have been it would not even been written let alone on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. but in Spielberg's movies it's what makes them great right it's those little quiet moments and in this movie in particular for Poltergeist I thought it was great they they whisper a lot like there's a scene where Car- or not Carolyn the the son is asleep with the mom and the the first doctor lady mm-hmm. starts talking to her and they don't want to wake him up and everybody else is asleep in there and they they actually whisper instead of like making it like oh they're just talking quiet right and it felt so natural and real yeah. And I was like, man, you just don't get that a lot in other movies. When so. they're like hanging out in the living room, yes, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, just the actual physical act of doing that in a movie, and like how quiet that can be to record, and how mm-hmm. hard that could be. But man, it just played off so well, and it's it just did, like, yeah. I don't know that it's like a scene most people really gravitate towards, to like think about. Mm-hmm. But like it hit me that I was like, this is why it's great. So it's little quiet <laughs> moments, you know. Um, one thing that stood out. One other thing that stood out to me about Poltergeist is um, in the uh, it's kind of like the not really product placement, but like pop culture yeah. placement uh-huh. because. And oh, yeah. both this and Monster Squad, there was uh, references to like Marvel Comics characters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but also in Poltergeist, there was a Star Wars. There's like, a lot of Star Wars. C-3PO, yeah. there's Darth Vader, there's, there's, there's Yoda. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Because it, like, it came out the year before Jedi came out. So it was right mm-hmm. after Empire. Empire was 81, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 80, 80. Yeah, 80. And then... Uh, yeah, this came out in 82, and then Jedi came out in 83, so it's, like, right in the midst of that oh, one. Wow, yeah. yeah, which is great. So it's, like, it's cool because they're, fr- you know, Lucas and Spielberg are friends, but it's, right. like, that kid would have had that shit. Right. Everybody did. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah right. So it's cool. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he had the Star Wars poster yeah. in there, too. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked all of that stuff. Yeah, it was Just really, like the little, yeah, it was like, cool. The stuff I have in my room mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Brandy's always, like, take it down. I know. It's like, no, <laughs> give me back my baseball cap so I can go to sleep. Yeah, to, to end this, for, for me at least, I would just say that this is – uh, like I said, one of my favorite movies. Uh, outside of horror, it is just a really well-made movie. Um, mm-hmm. I love everybody in it. Um, that mom, Jo Beth Williams, I think is just phenomenal in it. And I, I love her role. Uh, the little kid is fucking creepy. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just, it's a really good movie. I would highly recommend if anybody hasn't seen it. And I'm, I'm glad I got to watch it with you for the first time. So. Yeah, I'm glad you, uh, you were able to host the evening yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And uh, yeah, it was super... It was, yeah. It was a good movie, but it was a good time as well. Yeah. Any idea what the Rotten Tomatoes score is? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, let's see. That one is an 88%. 88. Which I think is fair. Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think a lot of movies that I've been looking at lately, like we were talking about like Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like they're low 90s, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or like the late 80s, whatever, high 80s. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty respectable for this one. I'd say so. I wonder, I wonder if they're being like <clears throat> harsh on it or how the movie being released back in the... Mm. The '80s when oh, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes wasn't a yeah. thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they just didn't have as many, like nearly as many reviews to to call for those. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty good. Yeah, so. I'd say '88 is pretty good. And um, yeah, people, if you've never seen Poltergeist, <laughs> like me, <laughs> then uh, definitely yeah. watch it because it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. um, the uh, the very end of the movie where um, again spoilers where they go to the hotel. Oh, and, and <laughs> it, it's, it's just a long shot of them like walking to the yeah. hotel room. Craig T. Nelson is looking for his keys. The son just eventually hands them to him. And they're all exhausted yeah. from the whole uh, ordeal. They look so exhausted. They dude. go in there and they shut the door, and then the camera just holds on it, and you're like, 
So is this going to cut to black? And about that time, the door opens. Craig T. Nelson pushes the TV yeah. outside <laughs> of the room. <laughs> it goes it's back perfect. in. It is. Yeah. It is a perfect way to end yeah, the movie. So. After their house uh, disappeared, yeah. yeah. Like, and that, that effect is fucking cool. That is awesome, it, yeah. like, I, I was last night, because there was a few that I was like, yeah, I mean, like they look good for the 80s, whatever, but... That effect was, like, pretty rad. Well, like you were saying yeah. about the lighting, um, outside the house where you see the, the windows lit up and everything, or it almost looked like thunder uh, mm. flashing. Or, like, uh, yeah, the lights. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, no, Steve, you know, like, when thunder flashes. Oh, yeah, totally. A thunder flash is what we call it. Uh, it's what we call it here in Oklahoma. Ooh, the light is so loud. Yeah, we changed it, after, oh, okay, like, a year after you guys moved realize. to Texas. Damn. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Right. Thunder flash. Um... <laughs> So uh, yeah, when the uh, the lightning was going on inside the windows, the uh, I thought the way they did that looked really good. Like it was probably probably practically done, yeah. but it was sometimes practical effects back in the day involving lighting yeah. still kind of they bleed a little mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. Um, but I thought that looked really good. Yeah, it was cool. Nice and crisp. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. what you want for your effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was crisp. <laughs> 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 All right, so for the piece de resistance. Yes. Th- this is one I've been eagerly anticipating. I, yeah, I was very excited about how it, excited you were. <laughs> when, when we've been um, been talking about doing the October shows, this is something that I uh, was excited for early yeah. on because, uh, especially when you were going to come, yeah. come to Oklahoma, um, to be able to watch Monster Squad with you because, like you said, it, being able to watch a movie with somebody who digs that movie yeah. can sometimes enhance your yeah, experience sure. which is why the theater going experience is, yeah. is a thing right <laughs> yeah but um but yeah we uh we watched monster squad which yeah. i saw when i was younger it's probably i don't know maybe 11 12 mm-hmm. something, something yeah so like you that. said you'd watched it before i didn't know how yeah. long ago that was so. it was a long time ago and okay, it was at cool. a friend's birth uh, birthday party mm-hmm. and he his mom had rented it and we were watching it nice. and but we we're doing other things as well like mm-hmm. eating pizza and cake and stuff and like being shit hands like to each awesome other. Party. Yeah. <laughs> and then like it I remember later that night we went out. He he lived like semi near an old cemetery. Oh. Like back in the like back uh-huh. woods behind his house. Like way behind his, behind his house. And so we were like talking about going back there while the movie was on. So I there are bits and pieces that I remember mm-hmm. and most of the movie I didn't. Okay, cool. And yeah. um, you let me borrow the movie a few years back yeah. and I, I, I just, I guess I didn't remember any of it. Yeah. But this time when we watched it, there's so much stuff that, that I liked about it. Uh-huh. And um, it's just fucking fun, man. <laughs> it really is it's a so fun movie. Fun. Like I forgot that there was so much humor in it. Yeah. Um, when I was telling my wife about it, I was like, oh, it's kind of like Goonies in yeah. a way. It's mm-hmm. like young kids and some like weird shit going on. Yeah. Um, which is the case, but it's, um, it's, it's them versus like classic monsters, yeah. like universal yeah. type monsters, um, which is, is cool. But like the, the humor is definitely there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's great. Uh, it's like Stranger Things before Stranger Things. Right. Like, yeah. It's, it is those kids dealing with like paranormal or weird things and, and just being like, we got to take care of this. They're right. all trying to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I like that it was. It had a a feel of like an adventure movie. Yeah, um, yeah, instead yeah. Instead of just like straight horror or something. Yeah, it's like cool because the Universal horror movies too weren't. I, I mean, they're definitely not scary to today's audiences, you know. Um, right. And uh, and I think that kind of plays into that as well. That it, it's not just straight horror, but it's mm-hmm. scary to kids or whatever. Like there are scary right. moments in it and stuff. And. Uh, but yeah, it just all works so well, um, and those kids are all great. I was gonna go through the uh, cast and directors and all that stuff, but uh, so it's written and directed by Shane Black and Fred Decker. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Shane Black of Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. and Lethal Weapon. He wrote Lethal Weapon. He was in Predator. Um, he's a good writer in, in a lot of different ways. Um, a lot of his stuff takes place at Christmas as well. Sorry, Brent. Uh, but it's one of my favorite parts of those movies, like Iron Man 3 and uh, Kiss, Kiss, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Is another mm-hmm. movie of his that, that's really good. And this movie took place at Christmas. They don't no. tell you about it. Nobody <laughs> decorates it. <laughs> Nobody decorates it. Yeah. But, uh, and then the other the other writer and then the director was Fred Decker, um, who hasn't really done a whole lot. He uh, did another movie called Night of the Creeps, uh, which is really similar to this one. Uh, I was just telling you about that a little bit ago mm-hmm. after we watched this one. But uh, um, it was also a really fun movie that I, I, I only first watched uh, like two years ago for the first time. It was really good. Uh, but yeah, the kids. So we have uh, Andre Gower as Sean, Robbie Kiger as Patrick, Brent Callum as Horace, the fat kid. Um, <laughs> Ryan Lambert as Rudy, Ashley Bank as Phoebe the Phoebe, and Michael Fastino as Eugene. Uh, we, we're all stuck with that. Michael mm-hmm. Fastino of a uh, younger brother of, uh, I can't remember the David, name. David, David yeah. Fastino, yeah. Uh, from uh, Married with Children. Children. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny. I didn't really see a resemblance uh, at all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that was fun. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they were all really great. Um, they haven't really done a whole lot outside of that that I know mm-hmm. of. Um, they did a few other like eighties movies and commercials and stuff, all of them. But mm-hmm. I thought they were all great. Yeah. And you saw them live at a yeah. live screening of this recently, recently. Yeah, at the Alamo one that I talked about recently. We'll post some pictures that I finally got uh, from a friend of mine of uh, us taking pictures with them. But so I met uh, Andre Gower. Uh, who's Sean, Ryan Lambert, who's Rudy, and Ashley Bank, Phoebe the Phoebe, which is really... Hers was the most to me that was funny because she's so little in this movie. She's like four or five years old. Yeah. And seeing her as an adult, uh, her face, you can like just totally tell it's her, and that was really funny. Uh, and they were all just super humble and super nice. Um, so that was really great, too, because it really would have kind of ruined it for me if they were dicks or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah they were great. Um, they were so humble and, and signing things for fans. So it was really cool to kind of have a Q&A with them and yeah. all kind of stuff. But, uh, but yeah. So for me, uh, when we first started the movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> you see like um, an underground crypt type yeah. thing going on. Um, maybe it wasn't underground. Well, you start Whatever. with the, the crawl first. Oh, the, yes. That's right. I love that. The yeah, crawl, I yeah. make sure we mention that. <laughs> the, the crawl was great. Black text on, or, I'm sorry, a red text on yeah. black background. And it seems like it's very... Um, very serious, yeah. but then like the bottom thing. What, what does the crawl say? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's like explaining, yeah, kind of uh, centuries ago and like kind of about the amulet and stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as, yeah, as it scrolls up though, it's like so there's something at the bottom like uh, Van Abraham Hel- Van Helsing went to go like destroy this amulet and get rid of it and get rid of the monsters and stuff. And then it's like it just scrolls up and it's like they blew it. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. It's so eighties. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. But uh, yeah, when it shows inside his uh, Dracula's lair, yeah, um, you see some uh, armadillos run, <laughs> run across the. You called out right the, away. I did. I was like, yeah. "Are those armadillos?" Yeah. And then you said rats. I was like, "What? <laughs> those aren't rats. Those are armadillos." I was like, "Oh my god! I need to have my vision checked oh, again." That's hilarious. But uh, th- tell, tell yeah. The story. So I clarified that. I, what's funny is uh, I don't remember where I heard this, and uh, I've been to a couple Q and A's with them now, and I've watched documentaries and stuff on this too. But they had talked about. Uh, how they, for some reason, like, they, they're supposed to be rats, and they have rat noises playing over it, but they are arm- armadillos, and I don't know why that is. Like, I don't know if they're easy to, easier to wrangle. Um, I feel like rats are pretty common that you right. can get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, what's hilarious, though, too, is you immediately said, those are armadillos, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I never even noticed that until they mentioned it one really? time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, obvious to it's me. So I was like, obvious. that's so weird. because they're they've got clearly these, like, armadillos. Yeah, they have yeah. these big shells on yeah. them. 
But uh, if you were to ask somebody from the movie, they'd be like, yeah. Armadillo, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> well played. Th- those are What's those funny, rats. Two is later on, I noticed there was another part, uh, and the plane, whenever Dracula is getting Frankenstein's monster out of the crate, there, there's a rat on top of the crate, and it right. is a rat. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, they did have a rat wrangler. And, what and, happened? And later when uh, Dracula is going through like wherever he's staying, and he opens up the, the like door to Frankenstein's cell, they've yeah. got some rats sitting on the thing. Yeah. They might be fake, but yeah. I mean... Just put some fake rat. You, yeah, like, are you like contractually obligated to have something crawl across the floor? <laughs> it was like, so funny. It's like, well, we we, we can't afford we can't yeah. find any rats. <laughs> uh, we can afford armadillos or babies. Are babies scary? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Get the armadillos. That'd be pretty weird, I guess. What if the armadillos just like got into the studio? Then they're like, let's go with yeah, it. Yeah, just production <laughs> value. Yeah, just put some squeaks on it. I don't care. That's <laughs> fine. I'm just doing all this cocaine. Well, we talked about <laughs> the '80s, man. <laughs> we talked about that scene too because some of the effects in this movie are good, like the the creature effects. I think like the makeup and stuff is really really good, mm-hmm. um, and then sometimes like we were mentioning earlier, like with the werewolf transformations, they'll show some real things. Like they'll show his uh, or like Dracula's hands right there. Right. Like they show kind of like contract, and it's like really weird. Yeah. Uh, and Dracula himself looks really good. I think mm-hmm. as uh, I mean he looks like the classic Dracula mold, but uh, when he's like a bat, right. um, or like a Batman. Oh, Batman, na, 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 na. <laughs> um, he looks all creepy and stuff, and they did a good job. But then they have like the armadillos, and then they have like. What are clearly like fake bats on strings <laughs> flying around him. So it's like they have some really good things and some really bad things. Some it's stuff like really... they picked up from the Halloween store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a mishmash. It's yeah. really weird. But uh, but for the most part, I think the creature effects are really great. Uh, we talked about, uh, they, they call him the Gill Man because they couldn't get the rights to the Universal Monsters. So like Dracula oh. is a Bram Stoker thing, so they can use that name. Mm-hmm. But uh, they call him Gilman in the credits, but nobody mentions right. that. The only thing they even mention him is Eugene, and he says, Creature stole my Twinkie. So oh, Creature okay. from the Black Lagoon, but they can't call him that because they didn't have yeah. the rights. So they, they portray all those, but his, anyway, Gilman though, mm-hmm. his his costume, that, that effect was phenomenal. That looks so good. Right. Uh, so we both love that. The uh, the Wolfman, I think, is really classic looking, but the transformations were really cool. Oh, uh, man, the the transformation in the phone booth, yes. I thought, looked great. It's so cool. Yeah. And they do, that's what I love, is they do a good job. Like, <laughs> they, they pan over, and they show part of him, and then they, they okay. go over, like, the edges, and then his face is, like, half transformed yeah uncle and rico they, yeah uncle rico yeah <laughs> from, from napoleon died which is so funny uh and he's a good job too uh he does, yeah. the, they call him the uh desperate man i think uh as they have like another guy actually play the wolf man in oh, I costume see. i guess but mm-hmm. he plays the desperate man who's mm-hmm. desperate to have to like lock him up essentially or whatever mm-hmm. uh but his storyline actually i think is fascinating that the whole time he doesn't want to be a part of this he mm-hmm. just changes because dracula is like making him and stuff and yeah. like drugging him but he actually like like when at the end again spoilers. But uh, when Rudy like kills him and stuff, and he's like, "Thank you." Like I, I'm actually like, that's really good. Right. That's touching. <laughs> that's nice. Well, that reminds me of the Incredible Hulk because uh-huh. like that's yeah. how Bruce Banner was. Like he would do everything to not turn into the Hulk, mm-hmm. and uh, but it would it would still happen happens, regardless. Yeah. And uh, there's some Hulk wallpaper. Yeah, in this yeah. movie, uh-huh. and uh, a kid's reading a Wonder Woman comic. Yeah, um, and he has a awesome. Spider-Man poster. Up right, Spider-Man right. poster yeah. that I want. Yeah, you were like, yeah, yeah I like I that. I need that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna final girls right into this movie and take that poster. Awesome. But um, yeah, the uh, the the Gilman, or mm-hmm. or is it Gilman? Oh, I don't know. He later became a. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he later went on to work oh, in TV. Well, actually, yeah, there in Houston we have uh, Gilman uh, Auto. They do like oh, nice. it's like a dealership, and every time I see it, I'm like. Gill man selling cars again. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, baby. 
What are the radio tires? All of the uh, commercials, they have subtitles, because you can't understand them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Go to the <laughs> But he's really good. Uh, the Mummy, I think, is fantastic. The Mummy, movie, right? Uh, mummy. The, mu- <laughs> <laughs> the Mummy looked great as well. Yeah. Um, that was one of the scenes that I, I remembered from yeah. watching it when I was younger was the, the Mummy riding on the back of that. Oh, uh, yeah. In the Jeep or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, man, it looks so good. When they when Rudy grabs the, the, the slack and he he's, uh, does the bow and arrow to the tree and uh, it starts yeah. unraveling. I don't know how they did that. that yeah, that's awesome. That great, right? Like, yeah. I, I was trying to think of it. I was like, okay, maybe they, like, paper mache yeah. like, a, a hollow leg, and they mm-hmm. put, like, dust around it and, like, color or whatever, but it, it the way it unravels, like, it looks like it's happening. Oh, it's great. It's so good. It's, yeah. it's really weird how good it is. <clears throat> and the way, like, after it fully unravels, the, the, the Jeep takes off or, like, turns a corner, and as it's doing that, the skull, like, rolls yeah, yeah. and lands on its face. I'm like... How did that? How did they yeah. get that? Like, how many times did they have yeah, to film I know, right? that to That's, get that? Yeah, good point. It's like, oh that. my god! It looks, Today they're doing that CGI and yeah. call it a day. But yeah, yeah. that was all done. Like, yeah, it was that practically. Happens. What is he, Rudy? Right there, he's like something like, "Have a good day, Band Aid Brad." That was like really cheesy. Line. Sick burn. Um, Rudy was awesome. Oh, like whenever he showed up, he showed up on a on, on a, bike. On a bike. I think it's like a banana seat bike too. Right? Like, it's like a yeah, it's weird. It's not cool by yeah, today's no, no, standards, no, 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 no. but no. he shows up in a leather jacket, lights a cigarette off the bottom of his shoe, which are like a match off the. He has line. like rolled up jeans and white tube socks with mm-hmm. like loafers on, right. <laughs> or something like that, like low shoes. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Um, when he shows up, it reminded me a lot of the 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 greaser kid from Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh, okay, yeah. I, yeah. I, I gotta mix those two mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and I, I, for for whatever reason, I was expecting his character to go a different way, yeah. but like he's kind of taken into the group almost yeah. immediately. Yeah, and um, I like when they were giving him the uh, the quiz, like the monster oh, quiz, yeah. you know. <laughs> and he like got the first couple right, and then they were asking him, "How do you?" Kill a werewolf. How do you kill a werewolf? Or yeah. what two ways do you... Yeah, how? two ways you kill, kill, can kill yeah. a werewolf. Yeah. Silver bullet, which he says. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't know. And then they all kind of like snicker at him. Yeah, they're and like, they're like well, how, well, how do you do it? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Push him out in traffic or, or And whatever. he says, push him out a window and he lands on a bomb. Oh, right. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Boom. <laughs> there you go. It's awesome, right? It's fantastic. And it doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work later on. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. He pulls himself man. together. Well, that Wolfman later on, which is also Terrible. a really cool effect when he blows up out of that window. Speaking so. of Wolfman in general, right. um, Marvel has, um, in the comics back in the 70s, they had a, a horror um, comic oh, yeah. that they were publishing. And they used um, Dracula and they used... Uh, Frankenstein, and they had a werewolf character called Werewolf by Night. The person's name, since we don't know the, the actual like human's name yeah. in this movie, the person's name in the Marvel comic is Jack Russell. So, oh, like, a, like, a, <laughs> like, like the, the terrier. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's hilarious. This has been a lot of mental like, calories. I feel them. like whoever, yeah, whoever came up with that was like, well, I have one. Yeah. That works. Uh, Jack Russell, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> We're in. Yeah. I hear about this new thing, cocaine, that's coming out. I'm super looking forward to it. I'm about a three-day bender. <laughs> His dog actually told him that. Right, yeah. That's my name. <laughs> and he was the son of Sam and Killer. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. It all cool. pulls it together. It's good. Yeah, it's a legacy. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say too with uh, some of the actors, the mom in this. Since you mentioned this is like the Goonies, she's the mom in the Goonies as well. Uh, her really? name is yeah. Her name is Mary o- uh, Mary Ellen Trainer. And I was trying to think of it earlier. I was like, I know that she's in one other like big '80s movie, and she's she's not in the movie that much in the in the Goonies. That's why. But uh, but she's yeah, she's the mom in both. So there you go. That's insane. Okay, yeah. wow. So, but, funny, right? so yeah, she ooh, sort of really fits. She's been typecast. She actually has a secret second family right. in a different town. <laughs> 
And they had a treehouse blown up, and they have all these monsters, and she's like, well, I'm going over back here then to my other family, and then they do their thing, and they have pirates, and she's like, fucking, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I love that. <laughs> I, I love it. I love That's that there's continuity. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> you never see that. You never see a woman have a secret family. There it's always go. men. Always men. You know? The women can do it too. It's 2017 or 1980-something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just let it happen. She was a pioneer of her time. <sighs> she yeah. really was. Yep. I know. These two movies are about pioneer women. <laughs> yeah. So, but and not the terrible one that's on no Food Network or whatever. We it watched is. earlier a little bit. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not not, not down us. with it. No. no. <laughs> um, but uh, one thing that you had mentioned uh-huh. uh, as we were watching it was the '80s music montage. Oh, I was like, I love montages. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. In, in, in the '80s, it happens so often. Uh-huh. It's always so good. And music's always so like and this 80s, one's good. You know, right? Yeah. This <laughs> so, one's real good. They're like yeah. making weapons and shit yeah. in class. Oh my it's god! Awesome. It was awesome. Fucking yeah. Rudy is like making silver bullets in class. In a, he's making uh, in like shot class, yeah, yeah. and he's, all of that steel stuff, like yeah. from the like the the teacher is teaching people how to do the shoot bows and arrows or whatever, and he like steals it from right behind him, right, and like runs away, <laughs> and he's like not inconspicuous at all. No, he's no, like no. clad in leather, and yeah. like you know that shit is gonna like rub on itself and make so much noise. <laughs> he like bends down, like yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if they filmed it and they were like, "This is this is too noisy." It's like, "Fuck it, just make it a montage." Montage, yeah, montage it, man. Plus, it's an amazing song too. Yes, All, yeah, yeah. Oh the two God. the two songs they play in this movie are fucking amazing. Yeah, so. and guess what? You're hearing it right yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah, Rudy is probably my favorite, and I, one of the stories about him that I did hear that I think is so funny, uh, and I might have even heard this on the, they have a podcast, so Andre Gower and uh, Ryan Lambert have a uh, the thing I mentioned before called the Squadcast, and, uh, but anyway, one of the things I heard, maybe the Q&A, but um, he mentioned that he um, is not like that way at all in real life, like Sean, uh, Andre Gower, had basically had roles like that previously, like he, he auditioned for Rudy, but then got Sean. Because he played the bad boy in all the movie, like the TV movies and movies he was in. Yeah. And Ryan Lambert, I think, kind of played like Sean's character in most things. Oh, that's weird. But they cast him differently, and they basically were like, "Here's a leather jacket and, the, and a cigarette." And he was like, "And then I was cool." <laughs> and I, as a kid, he was the epitome of cool. To yeah. Me. Like that's he, insane. when he rolls up on that bike, I was like, "This fucking kid's awesome." <laughs> yeah. Even though now it looks kind of goofy with that bike and everything, but he makes the bully eat the yes. smashed candy bar that uh, he stepped on. Eat and, it. Yeah. Yeah. And he oh, did. Man. Oh, that that scene's so great. Right. What fat kid? Oh man, <laughs> fat kid. What a My crazy name's name for a character. Horace. <laughs> yeah, but all of his friends call him fat kid. As yeah, well. no, that's the thing. They and the they're like, oh, fat kid farted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, and it's there's the 80s, no man. There's no indication that he was like bothered by his friends I calling that. Really besides, but, yeah, besides the bully, the actual bullies though, but right. yeah, his, his friends, he didn't really seem to mind or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but also, what's funny is. Um, He's he's definitely overweight, but uh, compared to today, I mean, he's kind of normal for a lot, like a lot of. That is true. Right? That it's is true. Crazy. He he wears that uh, like giant Hawaiian shirt. Or yeah, whatever yeah, at a certain point. yeah. It's awesome. Um, speaking of uh, by today's standards, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The the weird homophobic like <laughs> yeah, the language. A few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They used the, the, but it was the, by that like, f word. Yeah, uh, a lot. Uh, that that runs with hag. Yeah, because I don't like to say it, but uh, but like yeah, some of the lines for that movie are like. Like ones that I like, like the uh, the ones that I would repeat, like the bully, 
Hmm. It's like, what'd you say? What'd you say? But he hmm. says that in the middle or whatever. Hmm. And it's like, that's part of the line. And it's like, I don't know what I feel about that. Right. But it's, it's a <laughs> yeah. time period or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It's conflicting. Yeah. And then earlier on when they, when they bump into the cathead teacher, right before that, he's like, why wouldn't, why didn't they tell you about all the homos and the, and the cathead people you're going to meet in school? And it's like, Ooh, that's really weird. Right. Uh, <laughs> what is the deal with cathead? Like, I don't. What, with her? Like, well, I, I guess, like, why do, why do they call they her just, call just because it, she has, like, the... Yeah, so what, the, what I think is funny is, like, I wondered, actually, about this today, because she has her hair kind of up, like, in ears. Yeah. But otherwise, she doesn't really look like a cat. And so I wondered if, like, in the script, they just did that, and they're like, oh, we'll find someone that looks kind of like a cat yeah. or whatever. And they're like, and they got on the set, and they're like, just make her hair, like, ears. Right. Because <laughs> there's really nothing with it, yeah. Well, when he runs into her, uh-huh. he, like, runs right into her boob. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> she kneels down as, like, he's knelt down, yeah. like, picking up the books or whatever. And... As they, like, he hands the books back to her and they both walk off. He's like, oh, how can somebody, like, kiss her? He's like, she just looked like a normal lady. Yeah, she looked like a lady. normal like, teacher. Yeah. I, <laughs> Although that line was really funny after that. Because they're yeah. like, you mean, like, a, a, a preacher actually married them and they said I do? And everybody was okay with that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I like that they use the, like... I guess the kind of, like, big five mm-hmm. um, horror movie monsters, yeah, yeah. you know? Um was pretty cool. I wasn't. I, yeah, I couldn't remember deep. which ones were in there and which weren't. So yeah. as they were, obviously you see Dracula first, but then mm-hmm. like as you see the other ones, I, I was. I was <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, when when, when Frankenstein was kind of uh, rising from the lake, yeah. it looked like Dracula was like raising oh, him up. Isn't you that know? a cool thing? Yeah, I love that. I was like, yeah. oh okay, so he's just gonna play unsubmerge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or rise out of the water. Uh-huh. His crate was, but then you see Gilman. Yeah. Gilman. Mr. Yeah. Gilman. <laughs> Guys, I'm a businessman. <laughs> Lawrence Gilman <laughs> lift up his uh, his box. Yeah. And, um, I thought that was cool. Yeah. I actually noted that in my mind when I was watching this time that um, he like points his cane or whatever at it. But I was like, Dracula doesn't have, he's not, it's not a wand. He's yeah. not a warlock, whatever. What is this? Yeah. And then when it lifts up, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. And I was like, I don't, I still don't know what he's doing, but I like that it's kind of like a misdirect for a second or whatever. Yeah. And it's Gilman's under there instead. Yeah. Uh, and he like just like tosses the whole crate up there. And yeah. But then I love when they open it and it's Frankenstein's monster in there and he pulls off the little like horns from his cane yeah. and they're like electrodes and I was yeah. like this is fucking awesome yeah. whoever designed this movie is so cool and he holds up the other yeah. end of his cane and it extends yeah. like it's made yeah, specifically like, for that purpose yeah like yeah. he built it like <laughs> I want a short film of him going to like, an artisan to be like ah this is what I need right uh, <laughs> I need this made for me or whatever kind of like a dog's head kind of like an Ubus but like, not, not with the headrest you know it just make it, and I, can you extend it? Yeah. I need that. I need some electrodes coming out. Uh, can you yeah, sketch it up for me real really quick? Cool. Yeah. Like, they could I don't know, they did a lot of cool things like that that I think really worked in this movie. Like, I love, 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 love that production design for that particular spot mm-hmm. with that cane. And it's like, you know, the other uh, Frankenstein stuff, it's like they need like a whole lab or whatever. And it's right. like, they don't have the budget for that. They're not going to bring them to a lab or whatever. Like, they could have brought them back to that house uh, on Shadowbrook Lane mm. uh, or whatever. But it's like, I like how it all works. Like, right off the water, it's the first time they're all together. Yeah. Uh, Wolfman starts howling uh, right after, like, you know, Frankenstein wakes up and uh, and all that stuff. It just all really works really well. So yeah. I'm glad they did it that way. It almost feel like maybe it was something they had to do for constraints, but it's, like, awesome. So, mm-hmm. And Gilman in that scene, he's just still standing in the water mm-hmm. at that time. And uh, I'm just like, how... Like, did that ruin the suit? Like, oh, did he, yeah, yeah. I wonder if, like, behind the scenes, it was just, like, he was, like, Gilman from, like, the head down oh, to his yeah. knees. And it's just, like, regular dude he's legs from that point forward. <laughs> yes, he's wearing jorts underneath. Um, but uh, after we watched the movie, yeah. we watched this thing on YouTube that was, like, seven things you didn't know about 
uh, the Monster Squad, and one of them was that the actor who played Gil Gilman. Yeah, I keep wanting to say Gilman. Yeah, but, Tom Woodruff Jr. I yes. give him props for for the role he played because he was awesome. Because <laughs> he he made a sacrifice. Yeah. They they said that he was essentially like. When he got in the costume, they had to glue the yeah. head onto his body so he couldn't eat, drink, yeah. or breathe properly. And his eye holes were, like, weird. So yeah, he like, could barely even see. He could only see out of his periphery. Yeah. So, Ugh, um... Which awful. Yeah. For, like, yeah. 12 hours a day or whatever. Yes. At a certain point, he was, like, submerged in water as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like... I wonder how they did that. Like, oh, my God. Plugged it up or something? He was just... He just yeah. died. They went through several <laughs> actors. But, um... Rest in peace. The whole costume... Well, actually, yeah. as we were watching the credits, because we watched... All yeah. the credits. Mm-hmm. As you watch through the credits, each um, monster had their own like costume designer, yeah. essentially. And Gilman had two. Yeah. And yeah. they did an they incredible job. Yeah. They, they did a great job. Well, so, it's like, I feel bad for him that they, like they talked about in that video specifically, they had to like uh, glue down the head because that would made it made it look real. Right. And I'm like, if they hadn't, it probably would have looked fake. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really glad they did. I'm yeah. sorry for that dude, but... They pulled off. Yeah, that. that's my favorite one probably out of all of them. Oh yeah, that and then the mummies second for yeah. me, and then yeah, kind of so on. For design wise, yeah, mm-hmm. like um, I, I'm not a huge fan. I like vampire stuff, but I and I, I don't like uh, modern vampires in terms of like Twilight. I like like the Lost Boys and Fright Night stuff like that. Uh, I don't really care for the classic Dracula that much, like that mm-hmm. look. Um, I used to as a kid, but uh, so that one's like okay. But what I really like is uh, later on when uh, Dell the dad shoots him and he crashes in the window and they catch him and he's like half bat half man and it's <laughs> right. fucked up yeah he looks creepy as fuck he, he does yeah he's got a, like a distended belly too yeah so. oh it's so gross yeah. the belly is a good good part of that um it also this is the only time too i remember or like noticed this but uh it reminded me when the the principal is lecturing sean and, and uh, patrick early on and he has a picture from them of a uh spider with a human head Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is like a bat with a human head. That's kind of yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, they, they look fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, and it's weird because on a, on a movie, you know that somebody had to design that just for that like yeah, one shot. Yeah, that one shot. I yeah. know, I know. It yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, and it's really cool though. Uh, and that's when they, they stick the dynamite in the wolfman's pants and blow him up out the window. That was my, that was my other question. It's like, where was everybody getting this dynamite? I know, I know. Was there like an open mind somewhere? <laughs> because like everybody, like Dracula, Dracula started, off, started off with dynamite yeah. and then other people showed up with dynamite yeah. and I was like where the hell is all I, of this going I from? wondered about specifically the dad that had it because they don't show him grab it that I remember but yeah. like Dracula has like a bag of them he has a whole roll of them that he blows the treehouse up with and then he has one that he blows up the car up with which I thought was funny yeah. but then he like flies away and so I was like okay well I guess the dad uh, grabs some from Dracula's hearse car or whatever uh, but they don't show it. And then I was like, but Dra- why don't Dracula have more of that? Like, well, how much does he have or whatever? But, right. I mean, I go with it. I don't, right. really, I don't really question anything. <laughs> don't get really. caught up in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, going back to the beginning of this podcast where we're talking about um, the Germans, how they do oh, yeah. good things, yeah. they do bad things. When it showed up, um, or when the boys were outside the, the German's house, scary, and scary, the German, scary guy. German guy. Yeah. And, uh, that is officially what his name is, by the way. It's <laughs> a really yeah, good name. So. Um, when, uh, when he finally shows up and they get to meet him and everything, I'm like, oh no, he's German. He's probably going to be like some weird Nazi guy oh, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, but God. then like as he's talking to the boys in the living room, discreetly in the background, you see a menorah. So you're like, okay, oh, okay. so he's, I didn't see he's that, Jewish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once he... Once he lets the the boys out, and they're like, "Wow, I didn't realize you knew so much about monsters." Yeah. Like, "Oh yeah, come to think of it, I do know a lot about monsters." He oh, shuts such a good the line. door. And he has the Auschwitz yeah. like uh, like tattoo refugee like tattoos, yeah. yeah, on on it there, and it was like, "Wow." 
That's, I, that's pretty fucking heavy, man. It's so heavy, and I don't remember like really noticing it as a kid. I don't, I don't think I really knew all mm-hmm. about that or whatever. I guess, but uh, as an adult, it's like wow, they just threw that in there, and that's pretty dark. That's pretty. It, heavy. it is very yeah. dark. Yeah. Like and and calling them monsters or yeah. referring yeah. to the Nazis, you know, mm-hmm. which is apt, they are. truly apt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and I was actually kind of surprised that. Um, Dracula in this movie, he didn't have like a different accent. He just had oh, like yeah. a yeah, uh, like an English accent, yeah. or I don't know. Give me the amulet, you bitch! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that part, man. Ugh. Picked up the little girl by the by neck, the face. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. Chin, man. <laughs> That's so creepy. Yeah, man. But so going after the German guy, uh, one of the things I was trying to say is like we'll we'll joke sometimes about like random like plot descriptions for these movies like in a different way or whatever but (laughs) (laughs) so what I really think this movie is is not about these kids and these monsters it's about uh, uh, a a near divorced couple and and then struggling with that and uh, and then the monsters in all of our lives uh, and then the German guy dealing with monsters and demons of his past, you know, coming coming now and, and uh, actually like standing up for like when he stands up in front of Phoebe to block Dracula. And mm-hmm. even though he gets like thrown away and stuff, it's like I feel like he was like him standing up for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he couldn't when he was probably in a concentration camp because the way things were. Sure. But uh, but it's like, man, there's like so much more to that movie really, though. In the background, like the the whole plot line of the parents fighting and like they have marriage counseling, yeah, and all that stuff. And then this is the first time I really remember noticing this. But when the dad comes home because he's been gone and the mm-hmm. mom's been pissed about him being gone, but he runs in to find the kids and there's like suitcases like in the foyer, yeah. And I and I noticed that I leaned over and I was like, is she like packing to leave him? Right. Like, is she gonna take the kids? <laughs> yeah. And they just like bypass that. It's just like a, like a random background notice thing, whatever. It's so weird. It seemed like it was maybe something that they had intended to like develop or whatever. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe like a, a yeah. C story or whatever. Yeah. But they, yeah, they, they didn't. And I, I'm glad you pointed it out. I, know, it was, I, I totally would have missed it. <laughs> it was just so weird. And I was like, man, I like this other, this other plot line going on. It's like so different and stuff. Well, that's her yeah. bags from going back to the Goonies family. Oh, see it all ties yeah. in together. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> and I also wouldn't have caught, um, when when fat kid is talking about trying to um and we, we come to find out that this is the only line of the movie that shane black or black and oh, decker yeah, yeah. collaborated yeah, on yeah. which is where um fat kid is uh talking about how <laughs> how they don't need to be the monster squad maybe they could be the math squad or like the, the nature squad, squad. Instead, right yeah and um the nature squad what, what was the the line he goes we could watch rocks, collect birds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the inverse of, of how it should be. And right? I'd never noticed that before. I wonder if that was that's like a flub so I know, and nobody I know. caught it or they just decided to. Because they mentioned in that video that that's how we found out. Like that's the only one they actually wrote together, I guess, in the same room. But uh, but I was like, but that is a flub though, right? Like that clearly seems like he missed his lines, uh, yeah. messed him up or whatever. Like, yeah. Should but, be uh, collect rocks and then yeah, watch birds. Yeah. But so funny, yep. yeah. <laughs> but I love it now. Right. I'm going to hear it every time, and it's so funny. He had a great so, delivery. So I wonder if Black & Decker wrote it, but yeah. then he fucked up the line, so yeah, he kind of technically wrote it yeah. as well. <laughs> there you go. So they didn't write anything. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. So that video, they did mention, because uh, I thought they were friends. I'm sorry I told you about them mm-hmm. earlier, um, yeah. Black & Decker. But, I was lied uh, to. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought they were because um, I, they might have met on this movie, but um, they were, you know, they're co-writers. So maybe like Shane Black wrote it and then Decker was brought in to direct it and then he wrote some other stuff and then mm-hmm. I guess they wrote that one line together or whatever. But they, they've written other things together. Like uh, even like recently they've talked about writing some stuff together. Like I think he, Fred Decker might have a co-writing credit or like a story credit on the new Predator movie that Shane Black is developing. Oh, really? Uh, which is also fun because he was in the original Predator as an actor. 
That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I kind of wonder if uh, if I I, I, and I wonder. I, I think they're doing more stuff together. So at least after this, they became friends. Like they have like, oh, projects okay. and stuff, and they've mentioned each other before. So so I wonder if it was a thing where they just didn't. Like they just work together professionally yeah, in a way or something, yeah. or that one of them was hired on after the other one and said, "Hey, touch up the script or mm-hmm. or whatever." Yeah, yeah, and that might have been it. Um, yeah, I'm looking at his stuff now. So, like Fred Decker was he contributed story ideas to another horror movie called House, and then uh, and then a movie called Ricochet that I, I like. Um, he wrote a, co-wrote and uh, directed Robocop three. He co-wrote okay. it with Frank Miller. Because that's, okay. that's the Frank Miller movie that happened that made him like leave Hollywood and tell Sin City. Yeah. And he was like, fuck this. I don't like what they yeah. do in my stories Just went back stuff. to comics, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't have a lot here. I don't have any notes about But yeah, I have heard that they, they that he and Black were going to write some other stuff together recently. So at least they're like sticking together and stuff, which is cool mm-hmm. for a few and things. I'm glad they started that power tool company. I, I know. think that's really working out for them. I mean, they make money that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's funny about Fred Decker is... Uh, when they first, like, uh, a decade ago, I think it was, like, 2007. A deck? A deck. Oh, man. A decade ago. Uh, (laughs) Whenever um, Ain't It Cool News and uh, Alamo Drafthouse did, like, got the cast together for the first cast screening since the movie came out or whatever, and, like, Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, we're going to fly them out to Austin and stuff, and it ended up being, like, this huge event. Like, it was, like, crazy. And Fred Decker talked about, like, he never realized people liked this movie. Like, this oh, movie yeah. wasn't a hit, so uh, he didn't know that it really, like, people were, like, really gravitated towards it. And it's like, this movie was a staple of my childhood. Like, right. this, this shaped me. <laughs> right. And it shaped so many kids of our age. It's crazy. So. You know, I was thinking about that when we were watching it. Like, who was this movie for when it was mm-hmm. released, you know? Because it seems like something that a, a kid would go see, but the because of the rating and, and the language in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it... How, how does that well, work? Well, they talk about that, too. Yeah, there's some other things they've talked about. Um, even the, like, Andre Gower, I think my mm-hmm. Q&A had mentioned that. Um, that's why, like, it when you said, like, you, uh, that mom had rented it for you guys, I was like, exactly. Nobody right. saw this movie in the theater. Right. It came out, but, like, everybody found it on video. Yeah. And that's how it became, like, a cult classic. But they didn't know how to market it. That's part of why it failed. Um, mm-hmm. Andre Gower mentioned that a lot, that they were like, okay, so it's a kid's movie, but it has, like, cussing, and it's like, it's like... Basically, what they said is it was the 80s, and tween, like, that term and that, like, age group, like, didn't exist yet. And they didn't know what to call it. And so they didn't know how to market it. They were like, teenagers are too old for it. They'll think it's little kids. Mm -hmm. Little kids are too young for it. It's too scary for them. And so, like, who's going to see this? And then they just kind of botched the marketing and stuff. I'm kind of curious to watch the trailer after this, maybe. But, uh, but yeah, they just didn't know who to do it, who who it was for, basically. But they were ahead of their time, essentially, you know, making it. So And I'm glad, because... Now, like, Stranger Things and stuff, like, makes sense for everybody. That, like, these things are just out there. But at the time, it was kind of, you know, uncharted territory or whatever. So, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Well, that's cool that yeah. it kind of kicked off yeah, I mean, with that in a way. They started tweens. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Claim to fame. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you have anything else? No, I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, they okay. hit a lot of good points. So, yeah, I obviously love the Monster Squad. And uh, definitely watch it if you haven't seen it. I, I don't really know... What it, too much what it's like if you didn't grow up with it or hadn't mm-hmm. seen it before. Uh, when I introduced it to my wife years ago, I don't really remember what she said, but you know she kind of likes it. She tolerates it around me or whatever. But <laughs> but I definitely think it's a good one to watch. And if you can you know suspend your disbelief and kind of get through some of the crappy effects, uh, and it's a gem, man. There's a there's a, a great movie under there. So definitely mm-hmm. definitely give it a shot. Austin from Hideous Energy mm-hmm. talks about Monster Squad oh, on awesome. occasion, and he loves it as yeah, well. Cool. So I'm glad I got to. So he's cool. Sit in on, right? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. So um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth worth a watch. Like even if 
um, you've never seen the movie before, it's still yeah. super fun. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. And if you can watch it with me, yeah, please do. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> you know what? Send us an email and uh, let us know. I'll put Steven in a crate. <laughs> we'll fly him over to you. He'll fall out of the bottom of a plane, land in a swamp. We'll have Lawrence Gilman push him up <laughs> and uh, resurrect him at your house. And if we could watch it in a treehouse, that would be preferable. That would be the best way. Yeah. That treehouse looked it's fucking awesome, awesome. right? It's Holy so cool. shit. And it's also, I want to, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because. The part that Rudy's at, where he's watching the girl next door, <laughs> yeah. it's like up a little bit on the on the trunk, and yeah. he's like, it's like a little separate thing, and it matches the outside. Like you know, like right. a lot of places will do like an exterior shot and then an interior that doesn't really match at all. Yeah, that that interior matches that. Like it looks legit. Like they yeah. just found a treehouse and did it. Right, built whatever. <laughs> it's cool. It's so rad looking. I like the part in the movie where Dracula throws a stick of dynamite in the treehouse uh, and it blows up as he's walking off screen. Oh. It's like <laughs> that's like his big victory, he's blowing up the child's like, treehouse. Adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> like drop the mic the and put something to deal with it shades yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, alright so if you guys want to let us know about your thoughts on Poltergeist or the Monster Squad please do so by hitting us up on Twitter or shooting us an email and uh, you can reach us on Twitter at LTA I'm sorry LTAS pod uh, and uh, you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. And if you would take a minute to rate and review us, we would appreciate it. Um, we love seeing those five star reviews. So let's make it happen, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, be sure to follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbert. And I think that's going to do it for this episode. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Let's, Let's talk, talk later. later. <laughs> we didn't even plan that. <laughs> we roboted out. <laughs> roboted out? <laughs>
Um, uh, I just realized we didn't say our names. <laughs> uh, I have my script. Yeah, I've got it here. Okay. Your line is, I'm Steven. And oh. when you say it, I want you to be like, <laughs> I want you to be like, I'm Steven, but like, I know I'm Steven, hmm. but also okay. I'm the host of a podcast. So okay. if you can just give me uh, a, a quick, I'm Steven. I'm Steven. Okay. Well, let me stop you. All right. So. Notes. I'm. It's horror related. I need you to be scared. Not I'm, whoa, me scary? <laughs> Not scary. I'm scared. I need you to be scared. Scared. <laughs> now I just want to do like that death note you were talking about. <laughs> I I'm Steven. I just have to go high pitch. That's all I can think of. Be scared. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll go back. We'll go back to the original. Ugh.